What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Spawncast episode 125. Got a lot of stuff to go over today because we had Gamescom that uh, Nate actually turned out he might have been a, a bit correct on that one, right, Nate? Because it was underwhelming, apparently. According well, to Nate, you it was. say it was hype. Did you say uh, it was exciting? I mean, there was some good Hey, hey, they showed SpongeBob at 60 frames per second, man. Look at yeah, Jordan. Jordan's already was the highlight of Gamescom was fun. <laughs> oh, man, if that's the highlight, there's some problems. Uh, <laughs> uh, Watch your mouth. We had we, we had did some get weird... a Sega AAA game. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. We uh we, we saw some uh some PS5 dev kit leaks apparently, and a developer might be in trouble for that one. And it sounds like uh, Nintendo Direct might be coming up. In fact, Nate's apparently dropping hints on certain forums about things even over here. So it's uh it's been it's been a week. We're gonna we're gonna go over all kinds of stuff today. We have we have our guest tonight. It's Rax the Great. Rax, what's going on, man? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me again. You did a you did a video pretty recently, actually, on uh, September games, right? I did. So you had, you had fire in the thumbnail. So I had fire it. in the thumbnail. So that means it is a fire video. Go watch it. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Rax's Rax's channel is down below. If if you guys uh, are not familiar, you should go check him out. He did a, he did a whole video on September releases coming up to get you guys ready because September is uh, it's quite packed. There's a lot of stuff happening in September. Yeah, so. there is. You should go, you should go check him out there. Thanks for joining us tonight, Rax. I appreciate it. No, thanks for having me. Yeah, so you were you're riding your bike around a lot, so you got you're getting fresh air now. That that's true. <laughs> so it's, it's a good that's a good thing. It's a good making thing. Making me feel good. Good, good, good. Jordan's uh with us with us tonight as well, opening some Yu-Gi-Oh cards I saw. <laughs> yeah, for once instead of some Pokemon cards. Hey man, you gotta change uh, yeah. it up sometimes. You gotta pivot. Yeah, people <laughs> people asked for it. Surprisingly, I was working on a video for it, and people were asking me to open up Yu-Gi-Oh, so it just kind of worked out. Are um, Yu-Gi-Oh cards still really popular like that? uh they're i i would say they're more popular competitive wise than collecting wise but that's okay. just how i see it um I, I i go for the nostalgic bait Yu-Gi-Oh stuff like what i opened up was like reprints of old decks basically well, let me ask you this is it more popular to collect pokemon cards and than, than Yu-Gi-Oh cards then like just straight up collecting uh i guess absolutely. at that point yeah I, I, I think i just started selling them at my store and we we yeah. sell a lot of both but people mm-hmm. come to collect the the more the people that the more people that come to buy the Pokemon cards are literally looking for specific cards because they're trying to fill a collection. That's literally what they say. But the people that come in for Yu-Gi-Oh cards are like, here, I want to look at singles. I'm trying to build a deck. That's okay. that, those are the two terminologies that they always use when they're coming to uh, shop. So, yeah, I would say Yu-Gi-Oh is definitely more focused on, you know, the aspect of playing the game. Uh, mm-hmm. But th- also me being at Worlds last weekend, that's why I wasn't here because it was in D.C. Uh, there's definitely still a very huge competitive TCG scene for uh, Pokemon. So I don't want to discredit that at all because I know some of the players and they are insane, like into it. And it's great. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's what I've been doing. Uh, just doing Pokemon. And I guess today I did some Yu-Gi-Oh. I also want to make this announcement so I'm held accountable for it. Um, two things I want to announce real quick. Some personal stuff here. One, uh, I've lost over 20 pounds. Oh, and, wow. Good job. Yeah. So thank you. There was, a, there was a bet. I don't know if it was public, but I said if I don't lose 20 pounds by the end of the year, kick me off the spawn cast. Uh, hit that deadline a little early, so we're still going. I need some, I need some receipts, bitch. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I got them all on my phone. Um, and the other thing is, uh, as you guys probably know, watch the show. I'm quietly when I'm not talking, vaping, uh, you know. And today, I just finished right before the show my last uh, jewel pod ever. And uh, yeah, 
there it goes hell I'm, I'm yeah hell doing yeah. all that healthier life and uh i want to uh, say thank you for everyone who's been supporting and giving me a uh, you know positive feedback and keep going forward with this so i want to thank you all so you, you feel you like you feel better i am but everything I've been, that healthy yeah, lifestyle i've been eating better when i was in dc last week um mm. I went to this place and I got this like broccoli bowl, right? Uh, and it was the, I don't know what it was, but broccoli has never tasted this good. Yeah. And uh, I'm finding like enjoyment in health foods. And I think okay. that's uh, very important. Good good to hear, man. And the, the cardio and everything helped too? Yep. Four miles a day still every day. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Good to hear. Very good, man. Very good. Thank you. Uh, and we got uh, Evan, Evan with us tonight. Yep. How's it going, Evan? All streaming right. to streaming the mixer end and to youtube so if you prefer to watch on mixer you can watch it on there as well um but evan's evan's got that all locked down let me have the on my screen the large picture of nate i don't know if that's the they same got it on the they screen. got it as well okay they got a yeah. big picture of uh, of nate and his just his, his icon okay uh nate what's going on tonight man how's it going not too bad not too bad all right good good <laughs> good you seem to have a lot to say about gamescom when we we're all fair so that'll be interesting uh then we got max max doing a big review for the tomorrow right yes uh over on my channel dreamcast guy tomorrow morning i can finally talk about control uh a lot of you know this my third favorite game of all time is alan wake i've beaten this game like 20 times i got a lot to say it is a big video uh i have a lot of gameplay i recorded it all in the ps4 pro there is some graphics in there that seem like a tech demo so just just go to the channel tomorrow morning i'm gonna have a big review up for control I'm checking that out because I was I was planning on buying it. I just need a little bit more of a, a positive reinforcement to go put the money down on it. But I, yeah. I was going to I was I was looking to buy it anyway on Tuesday. So I'm looking forward to I, it. Cool. I try and show a lot of the weapons and abilities and stuff. That way people can make an informed choice, because I feel like by the end of my video, you're going to know if this is the kind of game for you or not, because okay. I feel like some people it, it's for a particular group. OK, very good. Very good. Then uh, OJ is joining us tonight. What's going on, man? How's, how's it going? It's going going pretty good. Going pretty good. Uh, just been uh, still working on my Fire Emblem review. Um, I'm about 70, 70 hours in, man. I've got to just... Hey, it's a long game, you know? It's a long game. Like, a lot of... Like, you know, I'm playing on Hard Classic the first time through. So, it's a um, long game. I've been doing pretty much everything that you need to do in the game. I've been recording a ton of footage. So, the review will probably be up this week because I'm, I'm pretty much at the end of the game. So, uh, so yeah, my review is going to be going up this week at some time, too. So, that should, that should be fun. Cool okay very good very good yeah it was a, it was a fun week uh everyone get a chance to to play play some games play some dragon quest 11s demo play uh, yeah. uh well i know max been playing control obviously and um, grandia and Gra oh yeah you're playing you, you're still you're still you're still on that huh i figure you would have to move on to because the games are, are coming out pretty quick I, now we, we get caught we're getting call of duty dropped on us randomly and all this stuff now, yeah so. so i played a bunch of that i've been playing a bunch of the grandia collection and and i actually wanted to do a follow-up i've been getting tons and tons of tweets and messages people asking uh if i still think that the new switch is worth it uh mm. because i've been playing it a lot while away i've actually been using my switch almost exclusively handheld I love it. Holy crap. Like, I definitely think now, now that I'm like actually hitting the battery limit every time, I love it. Like the fact that I can play this thing all freaking day and just like juice it up at the end. Definitely I feel, like it, would, I feel like it would get you'd get some good battery life out of out of Grandia. Yes, I. it seems like it's at least uh, 10 to 12 hour charge. So and since this game is only like like 20 hours long, you can beat this in two charges. I was going to say it's like all day, all day life then with that game. OK. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 
Very nice. That's good. I, I need to go back to that. I was playing it, and then I realized it was going to be a long, long game, and then more and more and stuff. Once that Dragon Quest Eleven S demo came out, I was I was in trouble because I had to jump over to that. Yeah, and, I'll, I'll, I was playing uh, that too. It's great. It's great now. Dragon Quest Eleven S is out now. Now, now I can talk to people about Dragon Quest Eleven. That last year, no one was playing it with me. So now everyone's <laughs> playing. Everyone like I think. Let's see, Nate. He's playing it now. Max playing it. OG's playing it. Uh, Evan, did you get 11S at all? Did you get the demo? Nah, I've been watching people play it. Okay, Evan didn't grab it. I was playing 11 with you last year. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you were play, you were playing it last year too. Yeah, I, was, I, I, was I remember you were, you were saying once they started dropping the content for the Switch, saying what was coming out, you're like, oh, I'll just I'll wait for the Switch version now. And yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah I, I guess that makes sense. I stopped after I got to the credits part, and then after that, there's like a ton. There's like another 30, 40 hours after the credits hit. I put about 30 hours into the game before I was like, oh, snap. And then I started hearing like some like info, like a little bit more information on it. Like before they revealed stuff. And I'm like, okay, I hell I got to stop. The Switch version is going to be dope. I mean, it's going to be really good. So I I just stopped. But I put 30 hours into it. The PS4 version is great. PS4 Pro version looks so clean. It it, it looks great. You know, uh, but it's like the graphics and like how clean it looks doesn't match like the voice. It feels like you're playing like like a soundboard on an NES, but you're you have PS4 Pro graphics. Oh yeah, yeah. They definitely had. Weird. They definitely spent some more time on this game, though. I'll give them that. Like they, they basically went right back into development for the Switch version. Uh, so they, they're doing a lot there. But I, the 11s demo is is interesting. Uh, what do you think of it so far, Nate? It's been it's been fun. Like I wish they gave us the 2D mode to play in the demo. That hurt. That hurt when yeah. I started it up and it was like you can't do 2D. I was like, oh, that's the one yeah. I wanted to play. It's like they they almost mock you with it. Like, yeah, there's a 2D mode, but you can't play it here. Like, yeah. thanks. Like, but you can play the game for 10 hours. Like, cool. But I really want to play. You know. 2d mode and like no too bad yeah. and and if you if you go to the so you can it seems like you can change almost on the fly if you go back to uh the church where you save there it's like a little grayed out option right now it's like change to 2d mode or change to 3d mode so i guess when we get the 2d mode you can just change out whenever you want to save anyway so you can kind of do it on the fly but yeah so we're basically going to play the first like 10 hours of the game without 2d mode unless we go and restart and i mean you put that kind of time into the demo and it carries over probably not going to do it so yeah it ain't restarting no no <laughs> uh, i mean i technically am but yeah because yeah, from the ps4 version but um it's uh it, man a 10 hour de- that that is crazy i thought the demo that they announced was going to be like maybe the first town or something like an hour and you go into the fields and fight a little bit and then you're done but this thing is like legitimately an entire game almost for some for for some like you know like action games that are 10 hours long so I, I like it. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that means it sells. So um, that's my big thing right now. Is I feel like not nearly enough people are talking about Dragon Quest. Like we're excited about it. A couple people in chat are clearly excited about it. It didn't sell great on PS4. I'm no. hoping that it like finds a second life on Switch. Well, it's because it I came out it, right when Spider Man came out. <laughs> it didn't sell great, but I think they sold. They did sell pretty well in terms of total Western sales. I think it was one of the the higher. Ones it was in. Uh, I know in Japan they did really well, but like remember on the MPDs, oh, yeah. it was like I think it was. I don't even know if it got in the top ten on the MPD. Oh, it that it did terrible in America. I thought it was like twelve or thirteen on the MPD chart. Well, yeah, it was terrible over here. So I I got a free copy from uh, uh, Square on PS4. So I I want to buy it just to try and support them. I want to buy it purposely on Switch. Just uh, I feel like you got to really vote with your dollar more and more. I'm really a big believer in that. So I'm going to buy a copy just so I can, you know, make sure we get another one. 
We could probably find the MPD. Was it November 2018 chart? I think is what it was. Uh, it's it's October. Uh, I'm sorry, September. Yeah, oh, September. Dank yeah. Dank Meme Center says Dragon Quest 11 got bodied by Spider Man. Well, yeah, I mean Spider Man came out like what a week before? No, same day, didn't it? Same week. Same week. Same week. it was a Tuesday and a Friday. That's right. Yeah, and then I remember I went when I went to get Dragon Quest 11 for the PS4, like. I had to go to two different stores to get it because one didn't yeah. even have it. Yeah, I pre-ordered the game from Best Buy and my pre-ordered copy wasn't there. I was like, this is bullshit. Excuse my language. <laughs> I was like, how do you pre-order the game and you don't ship it to the store? I had to go to GameStop to go get the game there. So I had to go to two stores as well. And my Best Buy and GameStop, they're freaking 20 minutes away. So mm-hmm. I wasn't happy. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that's what you got to do, though. Now you got to put the game out a demo and have your progress carry over. Like it's it seems so easy because a lot of these Japanese RPGs are like they're like usually 40, 50 hours for the most part. So give mm-hmm. give people the first five hours, have your stuff carry over and they're probably already invested to the point where they'll they'll keep going if they like it. Well, I mean, we've, we've seen Nintendo use this strategy before. I, I was going to say the major thing of a lot of RPGs have a totally different combat system, like 100 percent totally their own. And that can be a little bit hard to learn. So uh, something I think that really got helped is uh, Final Fantasy World had a demo that was basically just a separate dungeon to explain to you that it's basically Pokemon. And so once I played that demo, I was like, OK, yeah, I'm buying this. Like now I understand it's going to be weird, but it's Pokemon. What were you saying, Rex? I was saying basically like, you know, I, I do think the demo and everything does play into uh, getting people hype. I think that the announcement of Hero being in Smash Brothers got a lot of people really interested in, to understand what this character was and who it was and, you know, just invest in the game if they've never played it before. Um, because a lot of people are really, really invested in Smash that might not even be familiar with Dragon Quest at all. Um, I mean, the last time I heard somebody even talk about Dragon Quest, I think it was eight uh, back on PS2. So... I think that that really played into it being able to I think they really wanted to let people understand what the game was by putting that demo out there and letting them play with because they probably did see that they did so poorly in the States with the PlayStation version. I personally bought it on the PlayStation, but um, I've been a big fan of that series for a while, though. It does kind of make sense because Nintendo is publishing it. So they're doing like all the advertising. They drop yep. Hero in to, to smash. So they, they're trying to get everything they can to, to make this work in the West. Nintendo is doing it. Exactly what they did with Octopath. They're oh. releasing a lengthy demo just before release mm-hmm. where you transfer your progress over. And that's Nintendo's way of basically saying, we're going to get you hooked to the story. You're going to learn the battle mechanics and then you're going to buy the game. And then what we saw with the launch of Octopath is that it opened very strong in America. Yeah, but so is Nintendo it, is, is it invested just, with Dragon is Quest. It just, but is it just Nintendo or is it Square? Because Square released Onanaki as well, a demo for that, and that carries over. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a, like a two-hour demo, and the game's 20 hours yeah. long. So yeah, they just I, I gave away... I think it's Square just trying to get people kind of hooked into their games. I mean, Octopath was interesting, though, because that one, it was like it was also a feedback, too. Right. So it's like you play the demos or something. Yeah, Yeah, they did. They did, two. They they did one of them and then we get feedback and then they fix and then they did another demo that had a lot most of the improvements. But there were still some other ones that they left out. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's interesting to see Square do this. It's a great idea. I think like whenever Final Fantasy 16 hits, they need to do a demo for that. They should have a demo for Final Fantasy 7 remake ready to go. Like that's apparently 100 hours. I know. Well, so in some, uh, some stupid uh, amount of time. Yeah. Put it put out a five hour demo. 
a couple of my friends have gotten in trouble, but they had a big floor demo at Gamescom and you weren't supposed to film it. But a couple like dudes walked up there, a couple <laughs> French dudes like weren't able to communicate. So they filmed the demo and posted it online. So a bunch of the Final Fantasy YouTubers were sharing it around. It looks like that demo is really packaged and ready to go. I'm surprised. Mm. I feel like we may get that soon. It's pretty long. I mean, it shows the combat. You see all the menus. You see the UI. I think there's some I, I think. That might be a strategy. I, we might see that. Like, we might see a Final Fantasy VII remake demo just based on what Square's track record's been recently, and I, that would be amazing. The the only game that didn't, and a lot of people are bringing this up, is remember the old, there was a uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 demo, but the only way to play it was at Disney World. Uh, so there true. are some people nervous that there will be a demo for Final Fantasy VII that they just keep taking to events forever. Well, I guess I, the, the hope for that, I guess, is like, oh, there's Disney characters in it. Disney wants to, you know put it put it in there in their convention and all this stuff. I, I don't know. That's you see, seven doesn't need a demo to sell. It's going to sell on name recognition alone. It's yeah. Final Fantasy seven, but it will that, make that me means, cry. you know, that's eight million people are going to buy it. <laughs> it will make me cry giant salty tears of pure passion, Mako passion. But I mean, Nate, they're they're like kids right now who never played seven. Like, yeah, this, this I is think the problem is, is what do you make? If you release the floor demo, but you see the floor demo of Final Fantasy seven, like what they had at E3 is about 45 minutes to an hour. Right. It's a fairly yes. lengthy demo to give to the public. And we don't know exactly what episode one is going to have in terms of content. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, they're saying it's this massive demo that's going to take you 40 hours, but that's square. They always oversell exactly what content a full game has. They'll tell you, you know, something like Final Fantasy 15 is 150 hours. And then people say, well, I beat it in 50. Well, so yeah. what, like, what are we actually going to get from Final Fantasy seven episode one? Like, do you do the original demo? You cut it off with that first boss battle with the robot and the reactor? I mean, you could, technically. And, like, the demo is just the reactor. They remove everything else that they've actually shown on the public. It's just you walk here, you fight him, you fight the scorpion, done. Apparently, I mean, I need. yeah, apparently, I mean, there's there's apparently a ton of stuff in this game, like the outside of the main storyline that they're like really fleshing out. So, I mean, it could be they could just do a quick demo of it. Just get people hyped. I, and I think at this point, so I'm going to slightly pivot topics, which is uh, we're about to get World of Warcraft classic. I'm studying that very closely. A huge part to the people that are going to be picking that up Monday and playing it are kids who never actually played the game because they literally didn't exist when it came out. You know, I think that there is a big group of people who are interested in the Final Fantasy VII remake because they weren't even swimming around their dad's balls when the first game came out. So a demo could help sell them. I, I would be all for a demo, mostly just because I want to play it now and not have to wait till uh, next year. But uh, yeah, that I mean, I, I'm hoping Square continues this trend, at least the uh, the demo trend where they just keep giving us more and more uh, the games before they come out and, and have your progress carry over. I think that's like the best strategy to do right now. Uh, definitely. Definitely. What about uh, what about Nate? Nate, what what weird game have you been playing this week? Hit us with the weird game. It's a weird game, but it's a good game. Okay. It is Creature in the Well. I'm the playing Switch. that one. I'm playing that one too. I don't really understand fully what I'm playing because people are like, oh, can you compare it to something? Like, you're, it's a dungeon crawler where I'm smacking a ball around like a pinball game it's, with it's electricity pinball. to unlock stuff. And like, there's no combat or anything to it, but I'm still finding the game intriguing. 
So is it like Fire Striker on the Super Nintendo? I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's, it, it's creature in the world in the well. It's it's technically a roguelike because if you die, you go back and then you you know it. Kinda, I guess. Damn it! Uh, but I, mean, I don't. It's like brick. It's like a brick breaker, but you're walking yeah. around the world instead of being on the stage. So I, I've also I've been playing another weird game. You kind of just have to look at the gameplay for it, to be honest. Yeah, but it's, it's I, it is interesting. I will say it that is it is an interesting game. Yeah. I, what do I have? I have. 20 minutes of footage up on the channel for it yeah you yeah so you go through you're basically i mean it's basically on like uh what is it like on a pinball table essentially and you walk around basically hitting the ball back and forth but you go to different rooms and you collect electricity to open up different doors and yeah things. and then based on what you then there's like secret rooms where you get like a better weapon or better what's like the secondary thing you have that you you gain control of the ball temporarily oh you have like the sword that you like it's a charge strike yeah. and, it, and it like stops the ball in front of you keep hitting it and it keeps charging electricity and you smack it uh it i mean it's it is it's such a i think the reason it's intriguing is because it's so different like we don't see a lot of games now that come out that are just that are just different yeah um, it's, this one it's is a, it's you can't you can't compare it to anything no it's like it's a puzzle roguelike pinball game that, a yeah, but, but it's, action, it's an action adventure as well. Yeah, it's an action adventure with really no enemies outside of, you know, a creature's like the, hands and he yeah. shoots things at you that you can destroy with the ball. And then you have the machines that shoot the balls at you that you can gain control of. It, it's, it's an odd concept. Like, it, it's not a very long game. I think I'm about 60% through and I'm maybe two and a half, maybe three hours so far. So it's probably only about a five hour game. I don't think it's super long. Yeah, um, but, but so, like uh, it's it's, fun. it's intriguing. Yeah, it's uh, it is interesting. It's it's like I said, it's different. What's the uh, what's the other weird game you're playing though, Nate? I can't believe nobody else is playing this for right now. I have oh, been playing Gears oh, Pop on my oh, phone. Uh, Wait, that's uh, okay. Hold on. I saw people message. I saw people tweet about this saying it is severely pay to win. It is. It yeah. is. It, it it is. If you like buy packs all of a sudden they'll give you like 15 pops of like marcus phoenix and you can level up your marcus phoenix to some ridiculous wow. level where he's just laying waste to the whole battlefield and you're like yeah i'm a badass and it's really interesting it's a well, weird they, game but i just keep they, playing it they they hired celebrities to do the voices of the dudes so they're tweeting about it so a bunch of these like celebrities on twitter now are being like oh man i got another great pack on gears pop hashtag ad and it's just like oh this is the most <laughs> awful like you're marketing the most garbage tie-in ever that's funny hashtag ads it's, it's a weird <laughs> game but i have like 300 dollars in this from the google surveys so i'm like hey, i'll throw five bucks from this ad because i'm not going to use it for anything else oh okay but it's 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 addicting though so they got you yeah, but I'm never going to actually spend any money for like my wallet outside of that five dollars. If I lose, I'm like, I don't care. Plus, it gives you achievements on Xbox, so I'm getting oh, that's a few right. hundred achievement points for really doing nothing. That's right. They released like that that uh, what was it? The tool set that lets developers do that with their phone games now, to where you get Xbox Live achievements after you sign into it. That's that's so interesting. Yeah, so I just logged into my account. I've unlocked like five hundred achievement points from playing Gears Pop. Ah, uh, man, that's that's uh, OK. <laughs> Are you going to play the Pokemon Masters, what, the Pokemon Masters game? That come out? That's out this week, I think. The 29th. Yeah, I'm playing it. I'm definitely going to play that. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You're going to play Gears Pop and not that. 
Well, I'm waiting for Gears 5. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I want to shoot man. something. Yo, then you go back and play, play Gears 4. Two, you want to play two pay-to-win games? Because, Nate, if you need to get caught up <laughs> on Gears of War for just a dollar, you can get... Oh, wait, is that, is that still going on? $2. I keep, I keep get, saying it. <laughs> for $2, you get two months of Game Pass Ultimate. Whoa, $2. Wow. Wow. And that that's includes better deal. access to Game Pass and Xbox Live. Oh, wow. thank God. Good stuff. Checks in the mail. Um, okay, so <laughs> I uh, yeah, I went on there and I was like, I'm gonna start playing back through Gears of War, and they're all on Game Pass. So I just I hit a button and it was like, you can just download all of these. So yeah, I, I started playing back through. I'm almost on the first one again. I was gonna do the second one, third. I don't know if I'll get back to the fourth one though by the time it comes out because Control and then Astral Chain are both out this week. So that might be kind of tough. I think I, we're gonna see an influx of new uh, Xbox Game Pass, uh, you know, subscribers because. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's if you're getting deals that cheap, plus Gears Five is going to be on there even earlier, September sixth, uh, is which is great. And there's no Final there's, Fantasy Eight remastered. Uh, well, yeah, that's a thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just want to piss everyone off. I'm oh, dude, kidding. No I'm confirmation kidding. that there's no physical copy for that, Max. I'll Digital I'll buy it. Digital buy only. It. Uh, it's looking pretty good though that that remake final fantasy 8 i mean i'm not the biggest final fantasy fan i do like final fantasy games but that's crazy i mean i i think that even though there's no physical edition of the game and i remember watching dreamcast guy's video that he did you know a while back about it why why they can't bring it forward yeah yeah it's just a miracle kind of that we're even getting this game and not only that we just it's not just like the regular like you know ps1 grab it's like they're actually you know touching it up and making it look better this is pretty cool Somebody sent me this interview, and I may be misquoting this a little bit, but basically it sounds like uh, they got the engine of they had to create a new engine to make the the port of Final Fantasy IX, and basically they had to completely remaster the game. And then once they had that engine, they were able to basically load a Final Fantasy VIII into Final Fantasy IX and rebuild the game. So that's why it looks so like so different. Is because we're kind of playing Final Fantasy IX. Hmm. Uh, let me. Let me go over to uh, the Super Chats. It's about 9.30. Uh, and then we can get into some of our topics here. Real quick, Rax, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a lot of just like random old stuff. <clears throat> Nothing really current. I've been waiting for Astral Chain, so I've just kind of ah. been cleansing my palate, waiting for that. That's true. It's tough. It's tough to start something new if you know you're going to be picking something up for like the week coming up. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I get that. Like I said, Control and then Astral Chain. So I'm like... I don't really want to start anything new right this second. So yeah, I, yeah. I get that. I get that. I played some of the uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh game for the Switch. Legacy oh yeah, cool. that dropped too. It's a uh, it. There is a lot to it. Um, there, are, I forget the number of like how many duels there are, but it goes through every iteration of Yu-Gi-Oh and all the main story duels, and you can choose either to build your own decks throughout playing or use the story-based decks for those battle, which I think is a really cool uh, feature. But there is it's really in-depth, and it, it runs up to the most current series, which I think is it's, it's Brains. Brains, but you said it's a V instead of a B. Um, so I'm playing through it. Uh, put a few hours into it last night. Uh, pretty fun. I mean, it's it reminds me of like the, the Yu-Gi-Oh games that I played on the Game Boy back in the early 2000s. Oh, the Game Boy uh, Advance? Yeah. So those were good. Those were good. Yeah, because it focuses on the key moments of the story. Uh, The animations are just told like the cutscenes where uh, PNG will pop up in some text. So nothing too special. But if you summon certain cards like 
show famous cards they'll have like this whole 3d rendered intro like if blue eyes white dragon or dark nice. magician comes on the screen they do like this whole like oh it's epic what's happening and then you cut back and it's just cards attacking each other on the screen um but no it's it's fun it's good playing a Yu-Gi-Oh game because it has been a while for for me uh getting into one but that's about it i finally played some games this week nice all right very cool man very cool uh let me go let me jump over to uh the super chats and the oh, stream labs as well uh this one's from uh bald sense 16 saying uh if nintendo finds a way to get out of its own way and fix its online service which means including the basic online services xbox playstation offer could the switch be the best console ever created so far with um parentheses I, personally me games determine that so i mean then we'd be like well online like what about for systems that don't have online like super nintendo didn't have standard so are they not included in this you know so mm-hmm. for me it's kind of like games determine that uh more so than than like online but that's just me okay okay i got maybe the, the thing like all around like everything like i guess like the actual system itself like i guess just all around like uh would you i guess you could comp- i guess technically you could compare the the super nintendo to current times if you remove the online from both of them i guess um i maybe they're they mean like um like it'd be hard to, de- to deny or debate it really so i think what they're. Uh, i mean to me i'll say that overall over the course of the last two years my love for the switch has grown exponentially like every problem i've had has been fixed i was like oh there's not enough triple a games oh here we are the indies are all kind of the same oh they managed to get diversified oh the online kind of sucks oh they're actually improving it like we're probably about to get super nintendo games so to me like if they fix the online and it becomes really good i mean that that definitely puts it in the upper mm-hmm. echelon for me no okay okay yeah i mean i guess if you go by games in general uh and you eliminate the online you could you could make i think you could make a case for the switch but i'm still i think right now i look back and i i still look at like the ps2 just because of how vast its library is and that's the trick i mean it's it's a subjective topic because i mean if you really enjoyed the super nintendo because of what you were doing around that time as a kid you're gonna love it way more than the switch when you're adulting and paying taxes and occasionally playing the switch like it's (laughs) not good true okay that makes sense um let me go through evan you want to hit us with the discord question while i pull up the the super chats on youtube uh just to see if anybody's looked into this uh what do you guys think of the revival of minecraft it's confusing. <laughs> is it is that because uh, like PewDiePie started playing Minecraft again and that really like kind of kicked it back up into popularity? I don't know. Well, I thought it I've... was. Oh. Sorry, it was it was partly that like that made it like widespread and he's about mm-hmm. to hit like a hundred million here in like two hours. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and so <laughs> his videos. That's why that's why he's he's been doing it a lot because it is oh. so big. But there was like a rise of it coming up right before he started doing yeah. that again. Mm-hmm. And to think about it, 10 years ago for us doesn't really seem like, oh, that's not super nostalgic yet, right? But there's a lot of people who 10 years ago were kids, like younger kids, and now they're going back and being like, I remember this game from when I was five yeah, yeah, there was or, a, or whatever. There was a video and I watched before yeah. this of a guy talking about it that way where he, he must have been like 10 or 12 recording this video, and he was like, oh, that was my childhood. I'm sitting there like, oh, there are people like that. I didn't I yeah. didn't notice that. Exactly. Well, so and, they're going through that nostalgic, like, oh, let's bring this back right now. And it's doing great. So that's pretty and, cool. 
they've also apparently just been doing a lot of quality of life updates of just streamlining stuff and making the tech inside of it better and stuff. So I, I've heard it's one of those games that just keeps getting better. And I think the zeitgeist has just shifted back. Well, they left both versions open too, the Java and the specific uh, Microsoft version. So there's a lot of mods as well that you can get into for it, like a ton of them. Mm hmm. So, I mean, he's going to, he, what, what did they send him for that? Didn't they send him like a Ruby play button for getting to like 50 million? 50 what did million, they send him yeah. for hundred million? At, I, at 100 million, Susan Wojcinski, the CEO of YouTube is just going to fly there and like punch his enemies or something. Well, they, I, I, I forgot what they, YouTube. I think they're going to give him YouTube. So I was gonna say, the keys. It's, it's like Highlander. You become the new king. Well, what's that, what's yeah. next after Ruby? I guess I'll just figure out the next, like, I don't get the contract. They, uh, they gave T-Series something special. Like, I don't know if it was like a digital thing or not. Who do you even, give, who do you even give an award at T-Series? Like, who do you give that the to? The CEO. Just like yeah, an somebody, whoever, yeah, whoever owns yeah, somebody, it. Yeah. yeah, somebody owns that channel contractually. I'm sure one person owns it. Uh, I'm pretty sure PewDiePie is going to turn into Neo from the Matrix and literally like <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's going to happen at this point. I hope, I hope his 100 million, I do love his 100 million is that of like him like flying away like the end of the original Matrix. A yeah, box just I, pops I, up. They already have Diamond. A box just like pops up in the middle of his right? screen. He can type one person's name. It just deletes their channel. Just, yeah. Just, <laughs> God, you can choose or... anyone. <laughs> yeah, what if, he goes, got... what if he goes to that point and it just ticks over and it just goes back to zero? Like it just like it like a, like an odometer Y2K, but <laughs> i'm just saying you guys think keanu you guys think keanu reeves is is, is neo you'll be surprised when he comes out. i don't know i don't know <laughs> what he does they'll come up they'll come up with something they'll build it out of something and send it to him um but uh that, i mean that I, that's i guess what you would point to for minecraft something like that yeah um also i mean these like technically it's i guess you consider it like a fad and i guess it, you know they're cyclical they come back around so yeah yo-yos were, were back in for a while you know a bit ago they're probably we're probably due for a yo-yo talking about uh, resurfacing here i'm telling you man they're, they're little wilders they were super popular again for a little while fire like adult coloring books i i sold about a million dollars of adult coloring books because there was like a weird like hippie trend that randomly came back and all these parents were smoking weed and doing harry potter coloring books see there you go <laughs> <laughs> no it'll be the same effect with fortnite like fortnite's still really popular right now uh, but give it like 10, 15 years and it's going to have this huge resurgence. It's, I feel like Fortnite's fallen off a, a, a bit, like a little bit at least. Is that just me? I would okay. say Minecraft really pushed it out of search. Uh, mm, but I, they, after like that kid, that 16 year old just won 13 million. Like it's yeah. still super big. It's going to be so. around for a while. Oh, but, yeah. 13 million? Huh? I thought it was like 3 million. It's 3 million. 3 million. million. Yeah. Three million. So, Did I say uh, 13? You said 13. <laughs> My bad. At this, uh, at this weird, I was at this convention last weekend, which is why I wasn't on the spawn cast. Uh, and there was this kid there. Well, I guess a kid. He was like a 20 year old dude uh, who competes at a bunch of like apex tournaments and Fortnite tournaments. And he's way too into it. This kid has only played first person shooters his entire life. All he does. And he was telling me about how much everybody hates Fortnite now because of the mechs and stuff. Well, I was talking to him for a couple hours. He ends up coming over to like, uh, like my area of the hotel and we were playing playing switch he could not play mario since he'd only played fortnite like his whole damn life and games like like counter-strike and stuff he did not understand how mario worked or like drifting in mario kart i don't know so i think those kids are why fortnite is big right now mm -hmm. and once those people move on that game's gonna die in a day 
Mm. Uh, Lycon Zero says, a uh, question about the format. Can you insert another blank picture to balance out the roster so there's not that huge picture of nothing on the screen? Are you talking about <laughs> no. Nate? Yeah. Nate no. nothing. <laughs> big, yeah. big picture of I am, I am the hype. I am the focus of the Wait, show Nate's tonight. Wait, Nate's the hype now? The hype, yeah, <laughs> I am the hype. Uh, guys try to hype up gamescom we'll talk about gamescom in a minute here (laughs) (laughs) uh ethan r says uh jordan's attempt at being a sex god now i'm talking about i guess you uh getting getting healthy getting getting fit you sure got me that's exactly Uh, what i'm gonna do jeff jk66 mustang no message uh (laughs) thanks jeff we appreciate it uh Nasil says i watch you guys every week but never contribute all i ask is please let's somehow make uh drog droglade or baton kados known so it can be remade or something they were I, amazing games i saw him commenting so i went ahead and pulled out i actually own a copy of baton kados or whatever how the hell you pronounce I this stuff Kytos? i know did, K- weren't they K- weren't K- they going to do a steam release or they did do a steam release of one of the games i think they did that if you look around one of them did and for some reason the prequel they won it mm-hmm. um there's a there's been a little bit more information on that now monolith soft has stated that they want to go back and do something like that but bandai namco owns the ip yeah they do so, own the ip so there's nothing right. that they can do the it, it they ha- it has to be a collaboration between nintendo bandai namco and Monolith Soft in order to get that done. So what, it's like what, Capcom what, holding all these IPs, not doing anything with it. Yeah, there's just nothing. But I think the Batman Kaidos, it's like Nintendo owns them, right? They're already they have their hands full with Zelda. They're always helping out Zelda games, right? They're helping out with Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. too. They have their hands full with uh, Xenoblade, even maybe a new IP. They could be working on three Zelda, a new IP, and Xenoblade. Uh, so where is the time for bots and kytos or something in their old category, you know, you know, in terms of Zeno saga or something like that. There's just no time until they expand more or something. And this is pretty obscure. I mean, you have to realize remakes still cost at least a couple million dollars to do. So even a cheap remake better be profitable. And no, no one's really talking about this game. Hmm. It's a card based RPG. So for those who don't know. Um, so that's tough. That's a tough sell in today's day. If you're gonna, especially if it's gonna be larger scale, you can do like a, a full remake of it. You know, it was a tough sell when it came out. Oh, absolutely! It didn't. It didn't sell like crazy or anything like that. The best games that Marvel Soft has done in terms of sales wise, Xenoblade. Xenoblade Two is the best one that they've got at one point seven three, and that's at the end of March, I think. So that's uh, the best one that they've got so uh, far. Juice Man Vaughn says, "What's up?" john oj nate and the fellas got 95 hours in fire emblem so far and i'm now officially on the bandwagon best strategy rpg i've played since final fantasy tactics it's so addictive and go black eagles yeah it's great it's great game love that game i i just i feel like a lot of people want black eagles because that's the best house is that okay apparently in japan blue lines that's all right Blue Lines is the most popular in Japan right now oh all right see see (laughs) japan has no love for the queen yeah but in the blue lines are there more like japanese waifu characters like are they gonna get pulled to that oh yeah Yeah, but we we have the nerys that's all that matters uh riku key 2 says really excited for next gen ps5 and scarlet are sounding like a beast also whatever happened to project awakening we got an update on that at e3 for project awakening yeah they showed a trailer they said it's not. It's probably not going to release until next gen. Oh, uh, okay. So we got to wait a bit. Yeah, okay. Project Awakening, new action RPG from Psy Games. 
Okay. Well, Black Eagles has the most waifus. So we gotta wait till. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Going down your list. What do you think? You think that's a 2021 game then? If they gotta wait till next gen. I mean, yeah, I think it's, it's not gonna. Yeah, launch. 2021. It's not gonna be a launch game. It won't be a launch game well, now. Yeah. So probably 2021 at the earliest. Uh, Nile Tendo Power says, make sure to hit that like button. It really helps out. Thanks, uh, Nile Tendo Power. Appreciate the. Uh, Appreciate that. Let me go ahead and refresh that. We'll come back. Uh, we'll come back to the super chats in a bit. Want to get to some of the the topics here? Evan, did you have another Discord question we can do uh, before we move on to these? Uh, what is your guys' worry that the new Modern Warfare coming out might end up similar to the hype than crash of Battlefront Two? Battlefront Two, not like uh, not Black Ops Four. I it's or not going to be. I don't think anything is going to be like Battlefront. Battlefront Two was bad because they tied progression into loot boxes. Mm-hmm. That was I, bad. And so it's I, EA. I, I I did a big video about this. Uh, it did pretty well, so I'm sure some people in chat saw it. But I did a big video basically on Friday outlining how Activision is doing this thing where they release a game that is objectively awesome, and then over time they just cram in the most intrusive microtransactions, overpriced season passes, divided up map packs. That's what this is going to be as well. When it comes out, I guarantee you this may be one of the best Call of Duties. And then over the course of a couple months after it, it's going to become a dumpster fire. I would I would agree with that. We're going to talk a bit about that when we get to the Call of Duty thoughts, Max. But I would agree with that uh, from what you're saying there. I don't think it's not going to be it's not going to be Battlefront too bad, but I could see it being Black Ops 4 bad. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see I, how I that goes talk- down. When we get to it, I want to talk impressions with you because you and I haven't talked about it yet. So we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, let's do, let's start up with the Nintendo Direct speculation. 18 random SKUs, mystery SKUs. Stock keeping units showed up in GameStop's system specifically for employees to see for pre-orders. Uh, it's anyone who's worked in any of these retail stores, whether it's a GameStop or even a regular one like uh, like Racks works at now. You know that there usually you have different things in the system that uh, that you would you know ring up for a pre-order. In this case, they're just empty SKUs, basically just placeholders. And at this point, this happens pretty much weeks before a direct takes place for the most part, or some kind of event. E3, for example, you might see these pop up. Uh, so now we're all assuming that there would be some sort of event or direct taking place. We assume in September, probably before they would have to announce games for the online service if they are going to do Super Nintendo games. So is everyone pretty much thinking that there would be a direct in September or do people think it might fall to October? Or does anyone think it's this week? Based off the calendar, it looks like um, everything that has happened in the past, there's definitely something around like the 13th uh, of September um so i i i'm pretty confident that i feel like something's gonna happen in september and just like you said in in your video uh where it usually falls after an indie showcase it it just makes sense to me personally what were you saying max i was gonna say i think that they're gonna do it so here's here's my off the cuff random theory is i think we're gonna get a direct um i do think the major focus of the direct is actually going to be Link's awakening i think it's going to be like half Link's awakening half new games and it's just because uh i definitely think they want that to sell well so the same way they did it with arms and splatoon like you come out there and you show people hey this is what you're buying you think they might uh 
like introduce some new feature for Link's Awakening. Maybe I think they're probably just going to explain it to people. I have seen a ton, a ton of like Nintendo fans talking about how they've never tried Link's Awakening ever. They've never seen the gameplay. They have no idea the bosses. So I feel like maybe Nintendo is just going to come out there and kind of be like, Mm -hmm. hi, like you all have this pre-ordered. Let me show you why that was a good choice. Yeah, I mean, the the game, I mean, the game came out a long time ago. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be new for a lot of people, I would say, um, overall. But uh, all right, Nate, what do you think? What's your what's your expert opinion on this one? There there will be a direct in September, but it's not going to be like I know people are looking at the patterns of history and saying, oh, it's usually the week of the 13th. I think it'll be the week before. I think it'll be the 6th. Because remember, last year's only happened on the 13th because it was delayed a week due to the earthquake in Japan. That's and right. this year has a very early Tokyo game show, which will start on September 11th. Nintendo oh, always has, has these before, be before, before the Tokyo game show. Next oh. week doesn't really fit because it's PAX West. So you so, want to go through PAX West, come back from that, have the direct on like the 5th or 6th of September, a week before Tokyo Game Show. And that's when I think the direct is going to air. Either it'll be the 5th or the 6th of September. Okay, I can see it. September 5th is a Thursday. That that makes sense. That would happen because uh, last year, like you said, we had it in that first week, but then they delayed it uh, until basically the second week. Um, that actually makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, September 5th. That's a week after Astral Chain's out, basically. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. And you you were telling people about games, Nate. What's what's going on here? I just I mentioned two games that possibly could be in the direct. I don't know if they would be in any direct or they'll just kind of randomly appear at some point. Just two games that are coming to switch when they come. I do not know. All right. Well, you already put it on a forum. Which games are they, Nate? Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Rogue. I, I really wish you didn't talk about that, bro. That's not that's <laughs> come on those two games. I mean, yeah, dude, well, I, I think I think Sean RGT is gonna be all over that, man. Yeah, I, no, I mean, I'm the one person in the world I like Assassin's Creed Rogue. Unironically, I didn't play Rogue yet. Remember, I was talking about that. I was like, man, maybe I should go back and try it, and I never did. You, Rogue's you okay. Play as the, you play as the bad guy, like oh. the whole way through. You you are a Templar. You hunt down assassins. It's hey, check it out, bad guys. Black Flag was my so far anyway my favorite one. I like Black Flag uh, a lot. I shouldn't say that. A lot of people like Black Flag, so I'm I'm sorry. I mean, I I've already was... played. I've already played it though. That's the thing. It's like uh, I mean, I already played. If it was a collection, that'd be cool. But I think Black Flag will probably come over first. Most likely, it might be, be a separate. collection of the two. If it's a collection, that's great. It they're, might be. they're kind of the same game so if they sold them together <laughs> i mean it probably makes sense mm-hmm. i mean they also sold three for for you know by itself again all over again so you never know well three um, came with liberation didn't it uh it did yeah it did. Mm-hmm. yeah so maybe they, maybe it is a collection maybe it's rogan yeah. and black flag together see that would so, be that would be that'd be a cool package i mean those they're probably a direct announcement Dude, I'm telling, I think I think Sean Sean like Sean like jumping into three there. I think he would. I think he'd be all over that. Yeah, Sean actually liked three. I didn't I'm like sure three. I, I mean, three wasn't bad, but I think four is better. Did I, did I tell you? I did a full master file of three. I got all the stupid collectibles. I unlocked the dumb audio logs from the future. I put like sixty five hours into that game. You know, what? I could see I could see Assassin's Creed being. The cult, like the whole collection could be like that November release kind of thing. Remember, I like remember what that September direct we had one year. They announced Doom 
and then it came out like a few months later. All, all those games were September or yeah. sorry, were November. Like Skyrim, Doom, LA yeah. Noir, Resident Evil, uh, the Revelations Collection. All that was all November. Yeah, they yeah every they, every uh, September they direct they do that. Yeah, they haven't put the Ezio collection on Switch yet, which mm. I find weird. Well, you know, it's like five games, isn't it? It's three games. Yeah. Well, what do they? What do they? Like, what do they put out here in, in the September direct? Do we get the Monolith game? That would be cool if they finished with Monolith Soft game, which I talked about recently in the video. That would be really because, like, we there hasn't been anything from the main team since you know since 2015. We've yeah, seen nothing from from Takahashi's main crew. They've been working on something. They can be working on two games, or they can be working on one game. But we've seen nothing for four years now. So I think they've got to be close. Chilling. No, they ain't chilling. They're working on a game because they've been hiring for a new project. So we know they're yeah, working. They're hiring on people to chill with them. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're working on Zelda. Also, team. we know that. They're but, also working on Zelda, but yeah. that might be some of their their other teams. That's like their they, support. Yeah, because yeah, they have five studios. So. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. Monolith has like an asset focused team, and that's who set they're sent to like Nintendo to assist on Zelda and other projects. Oh yeah, but, we need uh, we need Game Freak's other game too, right? Is that still coming out this town. year? Town. They did just do a trademark for Town recently. Yeah, we, we see, talked like, about that in the video. Every September direct, like last year, they had Animal Crossing teaser and Luigi's Mansion three. So those were obviously late 2019 teases. So, like, if they have another September Direct, we'll probably get some late 2020 teases. And then we'll have some games that are going to drop very soon after. Because I think last year we had, I'm trying to think what we had in the September Direct last year that released with by before the end of the year. Because Diablo was announced in August. On Twitter. It was on Twitter. That, yeah. And then that dropped. Skylines so, dropped, day, like, the same day. Yeah, City Skylines, I think, it was the same day. Civilization dropped later on that year, too. Yeah, Civilization, I think that was oh. November, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. So we always have some sort of like third party game or some sort of announcement in a September Direct, and then it releases two months later. So if they follow that trend, the September Direct is usually pretty good. Yeah, usually it's pretty big. It's like one of their, it's that and E3 generally, like the two big ones. Um, yeah, I mean, it it should be interesting. I like I like that thought though. Now, I forgot Tokyo, Tokyo Game Show was so early. Yeah, you're probably it's you're probably like right. 20, it's like the 21st or so. Usually it's a lot later in the month, but it's so early this year that uh, it, Nintendo kind of has to position it that first week of September. Well, you heard it here, folks. Either you think either the fifth or I think it's either fourth or fifth. I don't know if they do it on Friday. They're probably yeah, I think it'll probably be the same day as the kickoff for the NFL season. So it'll probably be that Thursday. Oh, okay, yeah, the fifth then. Okay. Because fourth is Wednesday. That's fine. Announce it Tuesday, the third, and then roll in. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, what if they announce Super Nintendo games? Let's say they do, right? Uh, what? What? Let's say they announce two games to go to it, right? Because it's Nintendo, they're going to give us two Super. What, which Super Nintendo games do they lead off with? Do you guys think? Just as a guess before we move on to the next topic. Mario World and Link to the Past. Those are two safe ones, though. You don't think they would do something weird? Like what? Star Fox and <laughs> we'll do Star Fox. That's a weird ass Super NES game uh, that Nintendo published. They've been getting hated on for releasing weird NES games, so I think they're going to give us the most vanilla flavored yeah, SNES games ever. I mean, we already have that list that was. But do we do we need Mario? But do we need Mario World when there's already Mario Maker? Give us like uh, I, I guess give us Link to Link to the Past, an easy one, right? I can see Mario. Well, actually, I mean, if we really look at it. 
in a Nintendo way, when they gave us the NES, they gave us the 20 games up front. So they'd probably do the same for the Super NES. You think they're going to launch it as a service? Gonna be, all right, well, here's the thing. Stars. All right, if they drop 20, that online service is going to get more expensive, right? No. You don't think really? You don't think there's gonna be a tier or anything? They can't justify giving. They can't convince us now to give them twenty dollars a year, and they're gonna say, "Oh, give us an extra ten dollars a year, and you get Super NES games." You really, you really don't think Nintendo's gonna try that? But then they're gonna give us. They're gonna give us sixty games for twenty dollars a year. Yeah, If I'm still on the if I'm still in the place of not even wanting to play those games, why? Well, let me ask you that then. Are they are they charging us for online service at that point, or are they charging us for the games? Because it feels more like the, the games are just there, and then they're like, oh, yeah, and we'll throw the online service in there. I like, don't think anyone necessity. knows what Nintendo is like, charging it us feels, for. Right? It, yeah, it feels weird. It, it feels like those those games are more of a, a crutch for their online service being paid. It's for. their way of justifying that they're charging you $20 for a year for a service they gave away for free for over a year and a half. That, but if like the online service was like average to like decent, you know, then all of those games that would be like their their virtual console or whatever could be a whole separate thing and, and it would be like well we pay for online anyway with other systems okay it's twenty dollars uh and then you could then subscribe ten dollars a month for the other service and get uh, probably more headroom for more games that i think nintendo realizes that at this point it's free money like the servers were already built their games are already made they're just putting it on there to see all right can we get all 30 million people who own a nintendo switch to mm. all pay us twenty dollars a year like that's free money. Like, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, it is. It is. Um, but yeah, are they making I mean, are they making less money than they would if they just put Mario no. Mario Kart on the on the I, system for five dollars? No, because that when it came out for the Wii with a virtual console, it was new, mm. it was exciting. Then they did it again with the Wii U, and you had to rebuy the game again. So, will there be some people who would buy it for the third time on the Switch? Yes. Mm-hmm. But there's probably more people who will gladly give you $20 a year and think that they're getting an access to a huge catalog of games and thinking they're getting a great deal for that than individuals who would buy these games separately for 6 or $8 a piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they've, kind of, they've poisoned that well. Like, I, I love playing Star Fox Super NES. I'm not giving Nintendo $8 for the third time to play that game on the Switch. Well, now, I'll give you $20 a year the... and if you give me access to it. Most likely you bought like the Super Nintendo Classic though, if you like the, that game. Well, that too. Star Fox you too. have the Super NES Classic, which is going to have a lot of the same games that the service is going to have. How right. many times can you sell these games to the same people at a premium price of eight dollars a game? You can't. Now you but throw are, it into a twenty dollars service, and they think they're getting a deal. But are the Switch? I mean, obviously, there's more people on the Switch that didn't have a Wii U. Well, nobody had a Wii U. But that's what I mean. Now they have, <laughs> but they have a bunch of new customers now that probably haven't bought a virtual console game before. But emulation of these games are so easy on a PC or even your phone that getting the getting that price mm-hmm. to justify an individual purchase is more difficult. And some developers have said when they talk about the Wii U virtual console, sales of games weren't that great. Mm-hmm. So this is really Nintendo's best solution of basically bundling them in to the Nintendo Switch online service for twenty dollars right. a year, just for that fake sense of value. I just I feel like eventually they're either gonna have to raise the price. Or they got could they eventually have two hundred games on there for twenty dollars a year? 
if they keep adding it over the next five years? Well, I mean, is that are we going to get to the point where we think we're going to add in like N64 games? Or are we yeah. just saying we're, we're, we want everything? We want N64, yeah. we want Game well, Boy, we want N64. They raise the price because that's okay. going to require yeah. more emulation, that's going to require more work. Okay. That's what I was about to say is what what they may do is just roll it out year by year, layer by layer of like, all right, year year two of the online program. We're now getting Super Nintendo games, no price increase. Year three, you're getting Nintendo 64. Now it goes up. Maybe and now there's GameCube. Like each time it gets a little more expensive because think isn't is it now it's like $60 a year for PlayStation Plus for an entire year, I think. So even if they keep increasing it $10 a year, then at the end, they'll still only be $40 a year. Okay, uh, so Nintendo Direct, we think pot, Nate thinking the first. That's actually a good point. So we'll we'll stick with that for now. Um, we'll see we'll see what we get out of that one. Uh, PlayStation PlayStation Five Dev Kit. This was weird. Did you did you guys uh, did you guys see this thing online? Because it looks really funny. Um, I Watch wish we could have, have a picture up here for it, but it looks is such a weird looking There's device. A- it There's looks a like giant the V like on it. Civic in the Fast and the Furious. Movie. <laughs> it it's is. A, it is so strange looking. I, it's a I, giant numeral, uh, numeral letter. It, v. It's definitely yeah. a dev kit because <laughs> uh, what a developer decided for whatever. I, why would this? I don't understand why they would do this because I was I messaged I was talking to people and and I even asked you I even remember I talked to you Nate you were you were like why would he do that. He's in trouble now. And then, like, the, guy, yeah, the next day, like, his tweets are gone. <laughs> I've been a developer for 20 years. That's the dev kit we have in our office. Well, guess what, buddy? You're fired because you just violated one hell of an NDA. Why would – and confirming a dev kit is stupid. It's a dev kit. It's a box. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's, it's shaped as a giant V, so I guess fanboys can fuck it. I don't know. I know I'm going like, to. Conf- confirming that thing, like, yeah, we have that in our office. <laughs> We know you have dev kits. Why did well, you go yeah. out of your way to confirm that that's the exact model sitting in your office? And he was like a conceptual artist. He wouldn't even really, really see the box or work with it. Instead, he's going to lose his job to confirm a piece of plastic. Yeah. So the reason I think it's shaped like a V isn't any other reason other than um, I think it's so it can be stackable. Are you thinking? No, I, it's, I it's, it's V for up. five. I mean, I get that. I, I don't think they're going to go Roman. I don't, if they go Roman numeral, that's going to be super weird. No, yeah, I don't think. V. I don't think they would for the actual branding. I just think they're doing that on the console because mm. you can't really make the console look like a five without it being even weirder. So I, I think, uh, I think it also might be just for hyper cooling. Uh, one of the the few complaints I ever hear about the PS4 Pro is that the PS4, or sorry, the standard PS4, is its fan speed is crazy. So maybe they're just. I think that they're trying to get ahead of that. And next gen, we're going to make it hyper cooled right at the start. It, it apparently was it, the person was from Codemasters. Is that what I'm yeah. seeing? Is yeah, it's yeah, it's, on, yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, Codemasters. Why would someone from Codemasters? It obviously they're working on it. Well, there you go. Codemasters working on our next gen game. So there you go. Right. Yeah. yeah What's even weirder is it took a whole day for anyone to even find his tweet, and then yeah. people retweeted it, and all of a sudden everybody caught wind of this random confirmation of a dev kit. All he. And it's, it's, it's so stupid. I don't really know because dev kits don't really matter to us, which is the funny thing. Like if you're just playing the games, the dev kit's not going to do it. Like if you're obviously someone who works with dev kits a lot because you're a developer, you might be like, oh, that's an interesting looking dev kit. I'll, I'll look into it. But for the most part, it's not going to look anything like the system. I think the the Switch's dev kit looks almost exactly like the Switch, which is weird. That was a 
that was a big deal if you remember that the the original uh, xbox the original xbox uh dev kit is just a fucking normal xbox on steroids it's just like 10 percent taller so a lot of times I, they just make them like little pcs even like it's really funny yeah. looking sometimes the, somebody leaked it's very hard to find it but you can actually find a couple of the pictures of the ps3 and ps4 dev kits and they just kind of look like pcs they look kind of like weird vcr computers hmm it's uh it's funny to see that but yeah people were thinking it's not going to anything like that it's going to look like probably i don't know, it might look more along the lines of like an xbox one x not the exact same shape but it'll be like this low profile looking system for the most part like it's it's not gonna be flashy or anything you think like, i i I, I don't know. I maybe I'm crazy talk. I could imagine it having a weird shape. You think so? You don't think it's just going to be a basic like square rectangle box? Basically, I I, it, I don't think so. Uh, just because they've done the exact same rectangular box over and over and over again, and I do think that they want to try and stand out with the PS5. Um, since it's supposed to be so like back- rounded. I, yeah, I definitely think oh. it's going to have something. I think they'll still be stackable, but I, I do think that they're going to try and do something different, mostly because some of the marketing and some of their talk makes it sound like they want this to be their penultimate system. It's full backwards compatibility and everything works and it soups up your existing games. Uh, I can imagine it look like a big dumb V. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think it's going to look super basic, but uh, I mean, we'll see. I mean, the rumor is i guess february so we'll see we'll see what it actually looks like there but i I don't know why they would put that out their tweets are gone now so somebody got in trouble (laughs) it just that's the weirdest part like the guy had to know since he's been developing games from like the 90s that you don't confirm the dev kit on social media and then if you actually look at his twitter account he just retweets random stuff I mean, we're, we're still like, I mean, if you really think about console generations, social media is still kind of new to like console generations as they're happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you really think, well, I mean, one one of the PS, that was 2013, right? Mm-hmm. When that was all going down, 2012 even. Uh, and then even before that, it was like 2005, 2006. So well, this is... You have to think, so social media has really grown a lot to this generation. And a great example of that is, did you know that somebody got mailed by accident a complete Xbox One about a year before it was Yeah, that was funny. It was like Zebra. It was like Zebra-like, right? (laughs) Yeah, apparently they were hiding. They were actually hiding their prototypes, and they put it inside of a laptop box, and somebody picked up the box and actually mailed it to somebody by accident. If that were today... That dude would have done a giant video. He'd have tweets all over the place. He'd be like doing interviews with IGN. Instead, he just called Microsoft and went, "Hey, I think you mailed me an Xbox." And well, that happened with the that happened with the Switch, where someone do you remember someone got a, a Switch email or mailed to them early by accident or something? No, that guy stole it from a, a distribution. Yeah, oh, he did I, steal it. it I was thought confirmed. He, oh, yeah. he yeah, did he stole steal it, and he got he was. They basically said, "You're giving this thing up, or we're going to sue the living hell out of you." Oh, he did yeah. okay here. Oh, okay. Well, okay. And I, I remember that somebody found that they like they immediately tracked like the exact warehouse and how he got it <laughs> in like a day. And people like, oh, Nintendo ninjas are scary. <laughs> That's yeah. Well, if you steal it, you know it's gonna happen. Um, man, that's crazy. Uh, Evan, do we have any other Discord questions? 
We have one, which I'm kind of decompress a little bit. Uh, what okay. do we? <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just not worded right, but I think it's about Microsoft and their plans with their first and I guess second party games. What do we think their plans going into the future is? Is it going to be like a one year kind of exclusivity to their system and then it goes to other places or are we okay. just going to be looking at them? Kind so of this was interesting, right? Because we saw you even we were talking about this too, Nate, where they had uh there was that that quote from microsoft i think it was matt booty oh. who said who said that uh no more plans going forward about xbox games or microsoft games on any other platforms and that yeah, was, was kind of it right it's being that entire article has been misunderstood due to the awful headline by game industry biz and it's that turned into more of a mess than it should have been because it really it wasn't it wasn't saying what people thought it was saying yeah it was i mean it's here's the thing it's like when gears of war 5 comes out like that's not going to launch on the ps4 or anything like that basically like whenever the halo infinite that's only going to be on the xbox and pc right um but like halo 3 or master chief collection go to a different platform yeah like the actual article was like the headline was Microsoft has no plans to release more of their exclusive games on other platforms. But the statement given didn't match the headline. It was about prior commitments made ahead of acquiring game studios. So like Hellblade was coming to Switch before Microsoft acquired Ninja Theory. And then you had Outer Worlds was planned for other platforms ahead of Microsoft acquiring Obsidian. And that's what he was talking about, was saying they're going to fulfill their prior commitments, and then they're going to focus on Xbox development. Now, that doesn't mean games like like we're seeing with Ori and the Blind Forest. It doesn't mean games like that will never come to other platforms. He was just saying these studios now, they're going to fulfill their commitments, and then they're going to make Xbox-exclusive software. Basically, he's just saying Outer Worlds 2 will not be made by Obsidian for PlayStation 4. If Outer Worlds 2 is made, Obsidian will not be developing it. Right. Well, and yeah. the headline was just awful. It means Microsoft can port and will continue to port games to other platforms. Ori is phase one of a long list of things that will come to pass. Oh, Nate, Nate with the foreshadowing Ooh. here. Okay. Like, okay. It, they did, weren't just coming with Ori and then saying... Yeah, it's the only game we're going to bring to another platform. I mean, Ori is a Microsoft IP. Them bringing it to Switch is a substantial deal. I know so Master camera... Chief in Suit Smash, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I was going to say, I, I picture you as Jesus right there, uh, Moses, and you're walking out, and you're like, this is just the first phase of things come to pass. Dude, Master Chief in Smash would break the internet. Like, right. that would that would be an insanity if that you happened. Like, Literally everyone is here! OJ, OJ, what would what would what would break the internet more? Would it be uh, Sora or would it be Master Chief? Master Chief, absolutely. Yeah, um, okay. The reason why Master Chief is because Master Chief is just like everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's Halo, and you wouldn't expect it. People have already anticipated that Sora could get in at some point. He's been rumored or whatever the case is. But the problem is Disney. That's the biggest problem with with Sora getting in. But that would be big. But Master Chief would even be that'd be even a bigger thing, in my opinion, for Smash Brothers because he doesn't fit the the prototypical uh, Smash Brothers character. Almost kind of like when Snake was revealed, the internet oh, wasn't yeah. as developed. But that was amazing for back in twenty or two thousand. That was a long time ago, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that was in today's day, and let's say you know 
you know, uh, Metal Gear was still going the way it was, that would have been huge because that response was crazy when 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 Snake was because like, like what the hell Snake that doesn't fit Smash Brothers, you know? So yeah. so Master Chief would be the bigger one, bigger one because like everyone's like, okay, Sora has a shot. I mean, heck, I I talked about how Sora even potentially has a shot, but Master Chief is a completely different type of uh, character that people would be like, yo, that's crazy. How do they do a, a dude with a gun? You know, like like that, not like a Joker gun. That's like an airsoft gun or whatever. <laughs> and then he takes well, into a fake. Oh, let's take his move set from Dead or Alive Three. Yeah, and yeah, I love that have a plasma she, sword. Well, she was also well, and she do the her grab move is she put a grenade on your chest because it was what's her name? It was Amy, who's one of the other Spartans and not Master Chief. But yeah, that move set was great. Hmm. Okay. Uh, let me go. Let me go to some of these super chats here before we move into Gamescom, which was probably Nate's favorite event. I. I mean that was that was your favorite event of the year, right, Nate? Um, you're yeah, all for that that Sega Triple A day before. <laughs> uh, uh, Pan Man eight six one one says, "Love the pod and all your content. Very appreciative to have this as a consistent fixture in my life." You got it, Pan Man. Uh, thanks for tuning in on Saturdays with us. Uh, Matthew Hammond says, "I feel sorry for people that can't understand Mario." Yeah, of of my friend earlier that I was talking about, where all the first person shooters. It was weird to see. I never. I, it was. It was mind blowing. What was? What's that? They can't er, understand. Earlier, mine. earlier, I was talking about that kid who only played first person shooters that I met, and I was trying to get him to play Mario Maker, and he mm. just could not. Like literally, couldn't do it even an easy mode level because he just didn't have that vocabulary. Huh. Uh, Mega Nerd X says a card based RPG I'd love to see get a re release is Fantasy Star Online Episode 3 Card Revolution. Game was wicked fun to play online on GameCube. I didn't play that, was always the one. Like, if you ever went to like a store and saw that on like the shelf, it was always super cheap and you got really excited because you thought it was Episode 1 and 2. Uh, I didn't play Card Revolution, I don't know if anyone else played it for the gamecube the, the fantasy star card revolution yeah i have it i actually tried to do a let's play back in the day it's terrible oh, oh. <laughs> have sorry you played nerd x have you i played haven't it? played it no i haven't yeah, played it it's, it's uh it's an interesting design i just don't think it's a good game oh <laughs> uh ryan says just bought a wii u any game suggestions that aren't on switch or the zeldas keep making the great content uh Ooh. xenoblade chronicles x i guess tokyo mirage sessions xenoblade yeah, chronicles tokyo. x the wonderful 101 uh yeah. fatal frame is also good as well there's still those fantastic. are the ones right there there's probably one more i'm missing super mario 3d world super mario 3d yeah super mario 3d world's also really good too but those are pretty much the five right there yeah. but i mean yes, keep, tokyo in mind, mirage sessions. keep in mind that thing's backwards compatible so you go grab just the the first xenoblade as well Oh, Pik- Pikmin, uh, Pikmin uh, 3 as well. Oh, That's not on the Switch yet, but we don't know if it's coming up. It's been rumored. Yet. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't buy that right now. Yeah, if I, yeah, I wouldn't go to like Amazon right now and buy maybe, Pikmin 3. Maybe wait till, I don't know, September, after the first week of September before you buy that. Wait, wait till All right, then. then go buy Pikmin 1 and 2 then. I don't know. On the week <laughs> new now hold off on Pikmin 3. Uh, uh, Philip patterson no message thanks felt patterson appreciate it um no other persona says hey guys how you doing do you think square square enix will dump a bunch of dragon quest games like one and three and maybe seven and eight i would like them to go get some of the older ones as they go along but uh i i've heard one and three i heard people talk about how they were like throw that in a collection or something but uh and I'd like to see him do something with eight. eight is a good one. I'd like to see him just oh, keep yeah. putting that out there. I know they did it on the 3DS, but like, why not put it on the Switch? 
Especially, yeah, they got to release it on Switch, and yeah. then it has to be the original box that also includes the demo for Final Fantasy XII, the way it's oh. perfectly accurate. <laughs> uh, Click Daily UK says, uh, hello, this Click Daily UK live. Speaking I think, I think that was a live bot. at Click Daily Yeah, UK. I think that was a bot. <laughs> no, they're, uh, they're rebroadcasting our, the stream right now on their channel. In very crappy quality, I might add. Thanks, Click Daily. <laughs> no, do not think that. No. Uh, strike them? Probably. Yeah. Uh, Christian says, uh, "Hope new PS5 won't be too expensive." I think it's probably gonna be five hundred. I'll just put that out there. The base model? I was. I, 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 there might. Just, I think there might just be one man. I think they're just gonna come the out with five hundred. Oh, five hundred. That that's not. I mean, I know you talked about it already, but I'm just saying for like. It's 500. I, that's not good. I think it's going to be five, man. I think that's going to be uh, interesting I, when that happens, too. I think it may be six. Really? Six? It might be, it might be it's, 600 it's, with this tariff. It might depend with yeah, the tariffs, yeah. yeah. If we get to that well, point and, and, and it doesn't resolve itself with that, yeah. they, might, they, might, they might delay it, dude. They might well, delay so, the system. Yeah, so for just a 30-second breakdown, basically all consoles right now are built in China. We're talking about increasing a bunch of separate tariffs on China, which means it'll be more expensive. But even still, currently, Sony has talked about the fact that they're trying to build those exact warehouses in other countries now but that's still going to be expensive so mm. either way we're probably going to have an increased cost on the playstation 5 just because of that mm. yeah they can't they can't launch that thing at like you, seven or eight hundred you like, can't launch it as, i think 600 is too expensive you can't yeah you can't launch a system at that price and expect it yeah, to be i think 600 is too much yeah i, I mean they I could a, they could do it but i did a, <laughs> what I did happened a video last time. on that I did. Yeah, I, I didn't I, want to be in 600. All the comments, if you look at the comment section, every person is being like, if it's 600, I just can't buy it. Like, the people yeah. simply can't afford that. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I saw your video. What Sony told too. people back with the PS3. They said, just get a second job. Get a second job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that didn't, that didn't work out well for them because nobody was buying the PS3 at launch. And then he dropped the, they dropped the PSP behind the podium. Oh, man. That's, I get a second job. What's better? What's better? That the get a second job line or uh what's his name uh don from microsoft saying uh we got a system for you it's called the xbox 360 (laughs) (laughs) i I lost my shit when i heard him say that i was like the don matrick one screwed them over more in the long run but i do like to get a second job line more because it's so awful i don't know which one's better man that 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 one's Don, the, the Don the one was, was bad because they were talking about like I think the question Jeff Keighley asked was like what about people who are uh, serving you know it the was, country was, and they're like no, overseas or something it was, it was actually it was specifically it was a weird hypothetical of like what if there's a secret like person who's in a deep sea sub and they're protecting America they're a navy they're down there for like six months at a time how do they play Xbox and he's like oh just buy an Xbox 360 it's like, oh, oh, not what is that hypothetical joke. man what is well, that it, hypothetical it was was an actual letter that somebody had written in and they read it to him and so to be so dismissive of what may have been an actual like service member people were like not a good time for a joke man there's just some guy at the bottom of the sea watching waiting for the response and he's just like oh come on like he's just that was crazy yeah 
yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody in the chat thinks I'm telling them to get a second job to afford a six hundred dollar PS Five. <laughs> I don't think no, that's serious. what that's what Sony told told everybody to do. So yeah. back in the day, guys, it was what was it was the worst E3 from Sony probably ever. Two thousand and six, um, right? Yeah, two thousand and six <laughs> was just the worst E3. I don't know what it was in the two thousands, but each company had just like yeah. super trash, like horrible E3s in yeah. the two thousands. Giant oh. enemy craps. Oh, oh god, man. that was that was terrible. This is this game is based on real historical battles. So here's this giant enemy. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> you have to hit it. I remember that to deal massive damage. Like, yeah, I remember that part of Japanese history where 30 foot crabs invaded the land. It's you don't sucked, remember? Bro. It's a good time. I mean, it's, it's still still 2013 was like the worst for any one company with Microsoft just getting beaten down by Sony. It was it, it was just the internet too was just bigger then. But I mean, I think that if Nintendo put out a at E3 2008 in today's day, oh my gosh, we would, <laughs> we would never hear the end of it. I remember, remember every a lot of companies had bad E3. It's like you had Konami when they were showing Silent Hill, and the guy was like Ooh. staring at the back of the guy's head with like intent to murder. And you had the <laughs> extreme guy in the same conference, and then you had the Warhawk demonstration where Microsoft couldn't get the six, uh, Sony couldn't get the six axis control to work. That was 2006. <laughs> that was E3 2006. Oh, oh man! What, then, what was Max oh, trying to say? We kept. I was going to say. So there, there was a funny quote that was going around after they did their famous line where Sony was like, "If you want to afford a six hundred dollar console, just get a second job." Uh, there was a quote going around where some famous analyst said, uh, "Everybody thinks that Nintendo has too much uh, ambition, but they're shooting for the moon, while Sony is aiming for the sun." And I've always loved that quote to be like, even, even if you're successful, you're dead oh man uh that's that's good stuff <laughs> sony <laughs> uh let me let's let's move over to gamescom nate this was your this was your event of the year right this was yeah it. we we got ori on the switch wait that wasn't gamescom it was at a, i mean okay so before do we, gamescom do we not count that as because that's technically <laughs> like in the idea of gamescom right like it's it, it's part of the like the week of gamescom like if, if they didn't want it to be I gamescom guess. they would have done it the week before right by itself no, they just happened to do it the week when an event was taking place. But then if, there's a, if there's a direct on the 5th, is it part of Tokyo mm. Game Show? Mm. Yes. When's, when's Tokyo Game Show start? The 11th. Uh, no, because it wasn't the day before. <laughs> to, to me, I counted in in my Gamescom video. I talked about all the announcements. I mentioned the Nintendo Direct because to oh. me, the Nintendo had a hell of a Gamescom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nintendo won Gamescom. Yeah. What other about than... that Sega AAA game, man? Come on. Uh, Actually, apparently, T- uh, THQ Nordic, uh, I think, got the award for that, right? I saw that. That's so weird. THQ Nordic won Gamescom. Apparently. I mean, they had some good games, though. I got to give them credit. I, I got to give that's them right, Jordan? A, Jordan's a, all over that, man. That's yeah. a problem of THQ I got SpongeBob, man. Dude, it looked great. <laughs> I was hyped, man. It looks just as good as I'd hoped it would. I, when, once I saw SpongeBob, I was like, Jordan's probably freaking out right now. They they showed some of the cutscenes and the new animations they did. They animated Squidward's nose now to like go with the wind and it cuts. It was great. I loved it. They did a great job with that. Yeah, they I can't wait for it. They presented the award. Mark came up and accepted it, man. I like yeah. how Link's Awakening got an award. It's not even out yet. What? We oh yeah, award. that was funny. It got an award. I was like. What? Okay. Wait, what? Wait, huh? They're giving out awards. The games aren't even out yet. You mean so, tell me I, Death Stranding wasn't game of the show? 
I so, didn't know it was also an award show. I thought they were just like, and here's this yes, game. And all of a sudden, it's, it's like, Jeff, and now this person won an award. And I'm like, what? Where did that come from? Jeff Keighley can't help it. Jeff Keighley yeah. walks onto a stage and he has to be like, and the award, the award? for best announcer <laughs> is me. I mean, they showed, uh, they also had uh, Darksiders, uh, what, Genesis there? That actually looks yeah, pretty good. dude, I'm buying that day one. I'm probably going to do a big review of it. I, I like those kind of games. Um, let's it's see. They had... Cool. They had Darksiders Genesis. They had Monkey King Hero is back. Finally. Sweet. Yay. Yeah, uh, it's back. Yeah. I can't believe he ever left. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently Desperados 3 actually did pretty well uh, at the show. People were really looking forward to that one, which is interesting. Uh, that's apparently that's like the one that got named when they when they won like best like showing of gamescom uh then spongebob squarepants battle for bikini bottom rehydrated at 60 frames per second let's go there you go is that on all platforms 60 frames or is that apparently that's that's what they said dude i'm telling you i don't don't know i i think my favorite part of gamescom after oh and then i'm sorry uh buy it buy bio mutant as well oh yeah bio mutant looking all right i gotta give it that That's, that's not looking too bad I think my favorite part of Gamescom after the indie event was how Jeff Keighley was talking about God knows what for two hours and nobody really gave a shit. And Sony just comes out and be like, we bought oh, Insomniac. We were going to get to that like, because that oh was like, really God, crazy. Sony bought Insomniac. And Jeff Keighley's like, I'm in Death Stranding. People are like, no one cares about you anymore. And he, sh- he checked it on his phone on stage. I saw it. And he's like, yeah. yeah. He made oh. a quick he's like, hey, while we're doing our show, big news. Uh, Sony just uh, just bought him. And he's like, all right, back to the show. Well, <laughs> Could you be those those like journalists? The journalists in that room are probably like, we should maybe we should leave and write about that. Like that's probably more important. Mm. Uh, it was it was pretty funny. So Sega had a triple A oh. game there apparently. Yeah, nice, nice. All right, so nice for Sean. <laughs> Sean, Sean, Sean won't answer me. You know Sean, Sean, won't answer, Sean won't answer me. I've been asking him about nights this whole week and he refuses to talk to me about what happened. It's a very sensitive subject. I mean, to be fair, not no right? one who was going to guess that as their AAA game until we saw the, I think we could kind of at least make a guess when they, when the company, we figured out the company that was making it or the developers making it. But like before mm-hmm. then, we were just taking just any shot in the dark we could. Uh, it, let's let's be fair. If he had been right, he would have been the king of Spawncast. <laughs> we would have had to rename the show the Retro Gaming Tube Podcast. Like he would yep. have been the god of it. What did I What did I tell people that uh, I think Nice is going to be? It's gonna, I think it's going to be a cell phone game. Oh, I, you're I, right, but oh, I, I think it's going to happen. I just want to know why he won't talk to me. Like we we've been working <laughs> together for six years. Is there a reason why I can't get a single? <laughs> you're at that dude you're gonna have to start some drama with mitch the houseplant to get his attention <laughs> i might have to call him out in a video we might have to do a, a tongue-in-cheek video call him out and name him norm you know you gotta start start <laughs> quoting eminem lyrics and be like baby i called and you still ain't picking up <laughs> <laughs> just, he, he won't he, even when he responds to something that i say on twitter i asked him about it he just he vanished <laughs> <laughs> See, I still like the idea yeah, of the alien isolation too. That would have been cool. But uh, he, yeah, human, that would have been hype. No, getting that mobile game. Yeah, human, humankind is the AAA game. It's a an RTS civilization style. It looks like. Yeah, yeah? I called okay. an RTS. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I called that part. So there you go. Uh, that's 
Yeah, that was, that was something. <laughs> I, and then we got, what was that other game that was a Gamescom announcement? Um, it was that Yakuza. thing. Yakuza nah, Collection. What the hell was that indie game? Um, it was a sequel to something. Yeah. I don't remember. What are you talking about? It was <laughs> a sequel. It was, some, it was a sequel to some freaking game no one gives a shit about. What the hell was it called? Oh, Kerbal Space Program. Oh, yeah, <laughs> people, yeah. people like that. that there, like there's that a very game. niche and specific group on, I think, PC that people are going to enjoy for that it. one, though. I'll say that. People people seem pretty excited about that. That one. Trailer, also, trailer was pretty good, I thought. That I trailer had such incredible CGI. Like, like it looks so great, and all of a sudden it goes like the cartoon stuff. But I was like, what? <laughs> this is going to be some huge epic space event. No, it's just cartoony. Yeah, I, I didn't really, like, yeah, oh, I didn't, I haven't really played me. those before, but uh, people seem pretty excited about it. Yeah, it's uh, a fun little game. Saw. There you go. See, there we go. Uh, oh, Little but, Nightmares too, as well. Yeah, that was the other. That one. that looked. Yeah, that that was, that was pretty good. Need for Speed, I thought looked all right. The gameplay. I still need to see how they're gonna they're gonna add in monetizations. You know. Hey, way. don't forget to get the app. They're not so stopping at the app. Yeah, right. I I hate that. Don't you people have phones? Install the app. I like how I like the like that like the look of the game, you know, in Miami and everything. And it had it had kind of an 80s look to it. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be bad. Apparently, there's not going to be loot boxes because they're getting rid of the speed cards, which is good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, cool. don't, don't say that. You know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's right. going to come yeah, out. It's going to get its reviews a month later. I, these aren't loot boxes. <laughs> it's a surprise. Upgrade it's, kits. The, you know, these are like, upgrade pouches. Yeah, Dude. like it's gonna be dumb stuff like that. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, man, they gotta I leave hope that game the racing alone. Is good, man. Yeah. Like I, I don't care, but all like they showed like the people outside of the car like partying, and you can customize all this stuff. I don't exactly. Uh, I don't so, like this is a car game, not like yo, how are my shoes looking when I'm outside of the car game. So like, something, I'll be honest, something about that game I am really excited about if they do it right is the day night cycle seems really interesting. Oh yeah, now you you race at night, and that's where you earn money and new cars and then you have to like wait till daytime and that's when the shops open up and that's when you get to like customize and check everything out and buy loot crates you know yes. the really fun stuff yeah my favorite <laughs> i'm hoping they said that during the races you get this like the upgrades and everything doing races unlocks them not necessarily loot box and speed cards or anything it's gonna so... pull a ctr it's gonna be a ctr Dude, it's, situation that, it's gonna that you is can do it that way and that's then it's going to be change. normalized. I'm telling you, that is a situation to be normalized where stuff gets added constantly afterwards um, mm-hmm. like that. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm hoping Need for Speed's good. I am. But they should have just they should have just gone back and grabbed the the under. I don't know why they don't do anything with that underground name. Go back and do something with that. People would get they, hyped for it. That's they, when they're at their most desperate. When they know they have nothing else that works, they'll go back and be like, it's Need for Speed Underground, like a new one or like Underground 3. Or, but they I, did it with, yeah, because they did it with yeah. Most Wanted. Go get Underground. Yeah. They did it I, with Hot Pursuit as well. Was that? I, I love that yeah. they did it. I, I wanted the, to remaster it. Honestly, I'd love to be a remaster. But a big part of that game is the music, and I bet oh, that's yeah. all. So there, there's no way they're gonna like relicense Door, all that the doors, man. dog and stuff. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't think we'll get a remaster. But I. <sighs> yeah. Well, it would be it would be nice if they did that. They'd have to upgrade. The, I guess they have to update the cars and everything. But otherwise, they could do it. Um. Death Stranding, though, I, they explained it a bit more, so we kind of understand a bit better what's going on, at least to a degree. Uh, do we? Do we? You, we know you, you can use urine <laughs> as a weapon, and if you all piss in the same spot, something magical will happen. Well, we we know why. Uh, uh, and we can't see it? Norman Reedus's dick because the camera pans around them. Well, we That's... know we know why. Uh, what's her name can't leave the 
the facility there. Mama can't mm-hmm. leave the facility because yeah. her Ghost baby, baby. her baby was born in, on the other side, but the umbilical cord still attached to her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the game. We know, <laughs> we know that the babies help you detect BTs. We don't really know what BTs are completely yet, but they know help detect them, and you have to keep them recharged. For some reason, they have the ability to do that, but you have to make them feel like they're still in the womb, and that's how you tap into their abilities. Yeah, I have a feeling the final boss of this game is going to be like a UTI. I do think I do think that one of the bosses, he kind of hinted at it, you're going to have to pee on them in some way. To, maybe they're invisible, and you pee on them, and you can find them I mean, or something. Are, are, I does Kojima just make games to feed his fetish? Like, Metal Gear Solid Five had quiet dancing in the rain for no reason at all, and now this game, you're pissing on stuff. I, I mean, I, you could I pee on... get that vibe. Metal Gear Solid 2, though, you could take literally a shower in pee. You could pee okay, in the shower. Well, I mean, that's just, no, that's no. Just the, the, there was a whole scene with, you don't, you remember, there's a whole scene with Raiden where you'd get peed on. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure Kojima just puts his sexual. You guys don't remember this? There was a whole scene. Honestly, don't look I it don't, up. I've beaten all, this game several times. I'm afraid. Scene. I'm afraid I, to Google it because then all my search results are going to be P related. Yeah, I'm not trying to get R. Kelly, you know, simulator. Right. <laughs> so Death Stranding is just an escort mission because they showed like if you fall from a cliff or anything, you have to like rock the baby back to stop I, crying. I, I, like, I, escort mission across the U.S. Is that I, what I got? I want to make I want to make a crazy prediction about it. I think that there's not going to be any real world combat. I think the whole game is going to be walking around and like climbing oh. on stuff. And then whenever you get but hit, they showed with like they showed combat. But no, no. But I'm going to say is that's that's in the other side. So I think periodically there will be storyline things that kill you. And when you go to the land of the dead, is when you're going to pick up machine guns no. and shoot. Yeah, see, I'm not crazy. Look at in the yeah, I'm not. But crazy. he was when he was running from the guys in that trailer we got a while back. He hit him with a briefcase. Or whatever. I, I still I still don't think there's going to be any like real cool combat when you're in the actual like bright and colorful world only when you're sure. like in the inky oil world are you going to be like actually fighting soldiers and using uh, stealth i hope and, they call it the inky oil world because that's perfect i, said, I really like that. yeah <laughs> especially if it's like said like hideo kojima and he's like this is the inky oil world i mean <laughs> is you think kojima's trolling us like metal gear solid 2 where he's shown like in metal gear solid 2 he only showed a snake until the game release. Is he just showing us all this weird, boring, walking, pissing stuff? But <laughs> the actual game is awesome after these weird sequences. It, I, I, it could be. Maybe. Or the game, game doesn't look weird as hell. The game doesn't look fun. From what I've seen, I mean, yeah. like it doesn't. It doesn't look fun. It, now, of course, it's Kojima, so you never know. Keely's in it though. But yeah, the game, that's really convincing. It it's going to be game of the year. Which I, I'm going to make a video on this, but I mean, it, it's Kojima, so everyone's going to pay attention to it. You know, the story is always going to be a thing and everything. But from a gamer's perspective, when when you see that, does that look fun at all? Nothing looks fun. Like they said, let's show gameplay. Okay, you're, yeah, you're expecting right. gameplay and you're peeing on things. You're going in, oh, oh, you like goof troops off of a damn, off of a damn clip on purpose. <laughs> he like goof troops just to show a, a gimmicky mechanic of using the six axis to rock a baby. I've rocked a real baby. I don't want to rock a fake baby. Like I've, well, I've been there, done that. I don't want to do it in a game. This looks ridiculous in my opinion. Like I, it could be great, but from what they showed us, it doesn't look fun at all. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to try it out. Cause I know there's probably going to be something tucked in there at some point. That's going to be fun. Maybe, but there's a, a really <laughs> annoying site. There's an annoying main quest in Yakuza six, where you have to help get a baby, some uh, formula at like, midnight is you have to walk around town trying to find a store that's open and occasionally you have to play a mini game where it's like comfort that baby you have to press all these buttons to keep the baby happy 
Okay, that's the, I have many that's, all, that's the whole game. That's Why it. does he have a random baby? Why is he looking uh, at midnight for? It's it's formula? been a while since I played Yakuza Six. Maybe somebody in chat can remind me. You like you like? Uh, oh, that's what it is. It's that it, your adopted daughter. It's her baby, and she's been hit and put in a coma. So you're trying to investigate who like tried to kill your daughter, and you're trying to take care of this baby I, and playing the mini game. I still but, think there's okay. like something in death stranding that we don't know yet that oh, abs- like, remember, oh absolutely remember when we saw two came out we didn't know raiden was like the playable character in the game like i feel like there's something in well, death stranding that we just don't there's know characters right now. we don't know yet because it seems like every time he shows it off there's new characters or actors that are put into it so i think that there's another i think he said because he, he made the mention of tokyo game show i think they're going to show off another huge person yes. who they haven't announced in the game yet and that's going to start making the story kind of go like okay now what's the ploy and they're going to show something different but i think i think we're on to something where it's all like a facade until the game releases like it's all just like look at p look at this rock look at this thing we don't know what it is one of the biggest tricks that now a lot of people forget about is that we didn't really know what metal gear solid 3 was we didn't really know the time frame we didn't know that we were playing as a bad guy like we were playing as early big boss and that was a huge stunner when we actually bought the game and took it home and we're like what the hell like i'm i'm not solid snake at all yeah like there could be like a time jump there could be all kinds of stuff in this game that we don't know about yet like we could just see like the first like hour or two of the game and then things change so maybe um, maybe we're the p dude you never know (laughs) uh i guess the other big announcement out of gamescom wasn't even gamescom we just kind of referred to it slightly but uh sony decided to make it official after dating for so long and they picked up insomniac yeah they had that little split up once you know like they took time apart for sunset overdrive but i'm glad they worked things out they had an open relationship for a little bit but it's all good yeah yeah it didn't really work too well for them in that open relationship Uh, sony put a ring on it and said hey make spider-man 2 but also first make new ratchet and clank for the ps5 uh release Mm -hmm. oops I mean, they probably put them on two. Pro- I bet you they're on two projects right now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. One of them, obviously, the, I think their big focus is Spider-Man 2, but there's probably another one. I think it might Watching actually play. be. I think it might be a VR game. Yeah, they might have them on a PlayStation VR 2 game uh, just because they in the time off, they worked on three or four VR games for Oculus. Well, they did. And I heard they were all great. I never played any of the ones still coming out. Stormland, that's still due out this year. Like they're going to finish it up apparently normally, but that looks like a pretty serious VR game. So they have the experience and maybe Sony was like, you know what? We can pick them up. They can do Spider-Man too. Then we can also have a VR game from them as well. Cause they were making VR games while they're making Spider-Man. So I'm, uh, I- I'm pretty sure uh, with this uh, ratchet and clank is going to be close to a launch release window that they've been working on right now. And that's why they made it official. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, be, sure. Why not? Ratchet that, and Clank, man. Yeah. yeah, launching with Ratchet and Clank. I've seen enough. Launched. I've seen enough leaks from them and in sources that point to that being an official thing. I mean, but they launched we'll with Na- they launched with Knack, didn't they, on the PS4? Yeah. Well, there you go. See, we'll yeah. launch with Ratchet and Clank. Which is better than that? Better than Knack release. I mean, uh, I want to clarify. So, someone in chat seemed a little bit confused. So, here's the thing. Marvel created Spider-Man, but Sony owns everything except the comic rights, which means that since Sony fully owns it, they are allowed to make the games and they decide who makes the games, which means that now Spider-Man will only be on PS4 forever and ever and ever. And now, unfortunately, because like a movie wave moment, now it's confirmed he'll never be in the MCU again either. 
Mm. Yeah, like it kind of was official today after uh, Tom Holland said a few statements and Kevin Feige said a few statements. So yeah, I'm very sad, but you know, it's what it is. Mm. Apparently, they started writing for the next movie already, though, to to try to. But like, like but yeah. when I saw that from like IGN after they used the same image of Spider-Man for the 18th time for updating their article, I was like, obvious <laughs> news is obvious. Of course, they're working on a sequel to the film with the script. That just makes sense. It's their biggest movie ever. Well, hey, you can follow the uh, you can follow the the video games now instead because it actually has a pretty good story going on. So, yeah, yeah, I love it. There you it, go. It, it, it's great, man. So, can I say something spoiler about Spider Man? Did everybody actually unlock I mean, the game's all been the stuff? out for? I mean, the game's been, been out for a long time. A yeah, <laughs> almost did, a year. Did, yeah. did y'all see the thing? The real ending. The real. real I, ending. I played the game one time. <laughs> with, with Venom, where at the end you see Venom, basically. Oh, I didn't see that. Mm-mm. Yeah, at at the very end, uh, you're you if you collect all the hairy experiments and do all the mm-hmm. side quests and stuff, uh, then at the end you actually see a cutscene where it shows uh, uh, him. There's like his dad's on a phone call, and he's like, "We need to accelerate the the cure or whatever." And you oh. see like oh, that wait. tank, and you see that black stuff reaching. I, I think that's venom. I don't I think, think I don't stuff. think he needed to get everything. Oh wait, I saw that too. That was actually yeah, the ending. Uh, I think I don't think that's venom related i think that's more akin to the green goblin disease that they've showed before like it's something gonna be related to that i mean you gotta I bring think. in venom eventually but the... no venom 100 percent will be in the next game you can combine them and you have green uh, you call him black goblin and it's green goblin with venom i don't know how that's gonna do in uh in test play. yeah all right we'll i would see. like to undo this joke you need i mean usually you need a lot of, a couple like a bunch of villains because the game has to be like 15 20 hours long so you need yeah, like, several there bosses are, there's a lot of villains in that game and i thought they were all great yeah uh rax bought the you got the playstation 4 spider-man bundle when it came out didn't you rax yeah yeah you're, you're gonna be on that when spider-man cool 2 comes kid. out oh yeah ps5 oh yes, that game's sir. looking insane on the ps5 man that's me crazy uh was there anything else at a gamescom that everyone that caught anyone's eye uh i've heard spyro everyone who playtested spyro on the switch says it's running great and look yeah great. i heard that we we saw some footage of that i think game explain had it and it did look good Mm-hmm. It did. I did. Uh, I saw packaging, by the way, that's in stores now. Jordan, and it needs to download like 10 gigabytes or something. Oh, no. Yeah. So unfortunately, this again, the, the switch version still needs that download 10 gigabytes. Can, can we shortly talk about and I know we got to do super chats and wrap up. Um, I, I am still conflicted about Witcher on Switch. Um, a lot of people have been tweeting me about it. I know that it's a very impressive game. I just still think it looks like really downgraded. If you're getting it and on that, the Switch, you're getting it for the story. That's basically yeah. That's it. <laughs> Hopefully you and, like it. And a lot of people have done like tech analysis and stuff. And I know that people have said that it's like so good, it's impossible. But it's it's going to take some adjustment time for me. Every time I see those screenshots, I'm just like, oh, yeah. no. If Dude, I, I got so I much would... black. What? I got, when I originally when we originally oh. saw the announcement for the Witcher on Switch, I said, "Oh, it looks pretty downgraded." I got so much flack just yeah. for saying it looked downgraded, and yeah, I was like, I'm "But I played it. it on like the highest settings on PC." So when I see this like incredible footage compared to you know, especially even the last trailer that we just got for it, it's it's jarring. Like it's I mean, gr- great, it's on the Switch, but the trailer kind of made it look worse than it does. It really didn't help it. CD Projekt Red has a 45-minute play session on their YouTube channel where the developers are talking about the game and they show it, you know, on a side screen right next to them. 
and it looks really good in motion. And CD Projekt Red is very excited. They're very enthused about the Switch release. They're very confident in it. So, like, I mean, yeah, obviously the game's 720p docked, 540 undocked. But we have to remember, this is like a 9-watt system. And for what it's producing, it is kind of like, it is a, it's a miracle that they got The Witcher 3 even running on Switch as well as it is. Like, yeah, it doesn't compare to the PS4 or the PC version. But, I mean, that's impossible. For what no, it I, is, is it yeah. a bad part? And I'm not, I'm not, I want to make a point. I'm not making a quality statement. I'm not saying this is bad. I'm just saying that it, it's, it's taking me some adjustment period. And a lot of people have been like yelling at me on Twitter because I did say that like, whoa, it's uh it's different looking. So I mean, I, I'm, I'm still buying it. I mean, people are going to get it on the switch just because of the, the handheld play, I assume, because otherwise it's, uh, I, I don't I think mean, it's, it's going to be it's not much on the Xbox. I don't or, think it's going to be because of the handheld play. It's just because they don't have any other way to play it or they're not really thinking yeah. about playing it on something older. Like if you have the option of playing it on a better system, do it there. That's the kind of thing that game is. It gets the whole overall cinematic feeling to it because you're getting every little feature for visuals on top of the story on top of the audio on top of all the other things if you're going to cool shave all that effects. down and compress it then that's it like you're just getting gameplay wanna, that's the reason i want to get i just want to see witcher 3 as like a handheld game yeah that's you, you want you want it as like a tech thing it's like seeing the yeah, difference between <laughs> it's, be it's like seeing the difference between a <laughs> an elder scrolls game on your phone versus a console it's like ah, that's kind of sure. funny but like uh, if as an experience you're not getting the full experience you're going to a museum and not even seeing the pictures and the frames like that's just a thing oh, yeah, yeah i have it on yeah i have it i'll say i have it on pc and i have it on playstation 4 so i'm like i just get it on there just to see it although it is interesting they got 32 gigabytes on a cartridge and it's you yeah. don't have to download anything that's kind of c project red's like that's like their mo like they don't want to mess with drm or like no, extra yeah, they, download stuff or any of that so they they fronted the bill and then here comes mba 2k with like a four gigabyte cartridge and like a 30 gigabyte download did they front did they front the bill oh that's true i guess it could have been i guess nintendo i I have a feeling nintendo subsidized you think so yeah i have have a feeling i I don't think i I don't think cd project 32 gigabyte cartridge out of nowhere they don't even make switch and then yeah this is the first western game to use a 32 gigabyte cartridge and then they just obviously i mean it's a 60 dollar game Mm-hmm. while the witcher 3 is on other platforms for like 20 so maybe they felt a little flexibility because they said development of the switch game was only about 12 months oh so we need to figure out if that is nintendo that front that did that That's... so nintendo might have subsidized the cost I, a little bit to get it on I, the platform i think they subsidized the cost because that they from what we still understand the 32 gigabyte cartridges are still not attainable on a normal scale. Like you're, you're still paying more than what you'd pay, obviously for like a Blu-ray a or yeah, yeah, a but, lot more, you know? So, I mean, a 32 gigabyte card, once you include the licensing fees and everything else, will still then, run a, a publisher around $20 just for a card. But did Nintendo help with like Wolfenstein or Doom? Nintendo they, published they, Doom. Yeah, yeah they, they did. did but they didn't put that on a 32 gigabyte cartridge. They, they didn't, but they the, the, helped. They covered cost of development. Doom, Skyrim, and the first and Wolfenstein Two were basically a way. It basically Nintendo footed the bill for those games, mm-hmm. and it was a no risk, all reward effort for Bethesda. But those they are the same. Said let's form a base. But those are the same situations. Then just ones on a 32, and ones requires like a 20 gigabyte download 32 gigabyte card back in 2017 when the game when they were probably closer to 30 dollars a card mm. they would have charged you 80 dollars for doom 
and no one was going to buy well, Wolfenstein, it. Wolfenstein came out the, the following year. Even then, 32 gigabyte cards only came down within the last around three to six months. I would say it would have been like very, very recently then. for that And they're before. still incredibly expensive. 16 gigabyte cards are finally at a point where they're more feasible for mm. about a 30 to a $40 release or a full $60. But even that, like you see THQ likes to use 16 gigabyte game cards for some reason. But then, why, but then why did they use a 32 gig card for this then if they didn't have to? Because Nintendo subsidized it and CD you think Project, CD Project Red, Red would have pushed for it. Game fully on a cart. Yeah, it also makes it enticing for that full price of sixty dollars to say right. everything's here, all the DLC. Yeah. So that kind of just makes it a more alluring package. Right. I just I feel like I I just think that they may have pushed for it, whereas Bethesda would have been like, eh, whatever, it's fine. I, I, I definitely think that <laughs> I, I definitely think that you're you're probably right on that. They, they probably pushed for it, but there was probably some some deal that had oh to yeah. Have, yeah that had, to, had to. They probably yeah. pushed. They probably pushed for it too. You know. Well, the CD Projekt Red is a weird company. They don't. Their expenses are a lot lower than other companies when it comes to this stuff. So weird, as in like their pro like development. Yeah, well, I mean, like they, like Evan knows what I'm talking about, right? Evan, they, they, they do a lot of their work out of uh, Poland. Yeah, they do. They and, yeah. and a lot of people have, have talked about it. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people have talked about them as like the sweatshop of video game publishing. Yeah, they've had their own controversies around that kind of stuff, but, uh, but I mean, they'll leave a game in development for a long time. Cyberpunk's been in development forever, so yep. it's finally coming out. It looks nothing uh, like the screenshots that we originally saw uh, years ago. Yes, yes. Uh, Call of Duty, Max. We can talk about Call of Duty very quickly Hell before we finish yeah. up. Uh, so how how much play, did you played, win? Uh, uh, I'd say I won half of the time at least. I was probably 50-50. Depending. I, there were a couple times where my per, my partner wasn't even playing. It was just not good uh, anything. Dude, I think I won 90% of my really? matches. I, oh, yes, see? I don't know. Dude, I was wrecking people. I, I don't know. I think it's people who normally play COD, like mm. build their own loadout and stuff. Uh, so for those who didn't get a chance to play it, basically it was a singular mode called Gunfight. It was 2v2. You would be dropped in a tiny map. You'd have a random gun and you had to fight each other to the you death. You can still play it now, too. You can still play it now. Yeah, it's yeah. super fun. Honestly, it's super tight. Um, I like it. It's uh, it's how it's small short. are the maps? Are we talking like rust? They're pretty or small, tiny, yeah. <laughs> tiny. It's fun, though, that because when you drop in, you have a 40 second timer. And that, mm -hmm. that's how long that match is going to last. And if it goes past that, they start overtime and go capture a point. Yeah, it puts a big flag in the middle yeah. and almost always someone runs for it and the other person snipes them. Yeah, Sounds it's like um, one of the modes on Counter Strike. Yeah, people were also drawing, I think, some kind of parallel to a Battlefield Three game type as well. But hmm. it's uh, it's a, uh, it's an alpha two v two. You can go download it right now. It was like thirty five gigabytes for this thing. Yeah. Now I was like, oh, what the? <laughs> Somebody said there, there's probably a hidden mode inside it that they're probably uh, gonna like surprise launch Monday and be like, oh, it's uh, but it, it is uh it's a new engine and everything. So I was interested to see how it would play there. And I have to say, if this is the engine that, that it should, I mean, it'll probably look better in campaign. Uh, the campaigns gonna be interesting. Like, I think, I think it'll mm -hmm. be, uh, it, it feels, it's hard to describe. Maybe it's, it feels heavier than black ops four. Maybe that it, sounds right. It, it feels heavier. And to me, it does feel faster in a kinetic sense and that like your turn speed by default is a lot quicker you're like the time it takes to begin sprinting feels faster it seems like everything is much more instantaneous which is a lot more gratifying like i'm sure you noticed that like if you saw a target before they saw you it was nice to just like see them and put them down 
Yeah, it's only on the PlayStation 4, so you want to go on there and download it uh, if you want to check it out just to get a feel for the Call of Duty gameplay to see if it's any good. Uh, but I don't know. Did anyone else play it or was it just me and Max? I don't know if... Nate, you said you were at least looking at Call of Duty. I don't know if you got a chance to download it because it is... I mean, it's 35 gigabytes. It is... It's a bigger download. No, I got sidetracked by Dragon Quest. Oh, uh, okay. That's good. Okay. Good excuse. Yeah. I downloaded it, but I've just been way too busy. Is it cool. is it is the dem or is it available for anybody to yes, any, yeah, anybody on PS4? On it yep. does not. So this is a Sony deal. They've been very clear of you don't need PlayStation Plus. You don't need anything. You just go in the store. You press install, uh, and it's the two v two alpha. Mm-hmm. There's no ranks. There's no unlocks. It's just hey, do you want to play it? There you go, bitch. It's yep, nice. You can just try it out. It's it's pretty fun. I like if they rank if they do rank and stuff, it'll be fun. Uh, but it was a good time. I mean, honestly, it takes five minutes to complete an entire like six round i mean sometimes it goes to like 11 rounds or whatever but for the most part it it's done pretty quick so it's it's worth dropping in just to try it um form up a team of two and go after it um, i like the uh the sniper rifles man <laughs> they're fun I, the sniper rifles at that range you don't have to hold breath you just boop, boop. yeah that was good though. You should try it out, Rex, when you get a chance. I I, I think you'll like probably it. do that after the. After My the only podcast. concern, like I said, man, is the uh, those microtransactions afterwards. Uh, here's what I would recommend if you don't want to buy it, but you still want to play the campaign, because the campaign is probably gonna be like eight hours long or something. Just go rent it. Go to game game uh, GameFly or uh, what's the other, uh, Redbox or something. Just go rent it and give it back after you beat the campaign. Um, because I don't I don't blame you for what uh what Activision does. Pass on it for that. Yeah, and I, I've said so. People were a little bit upset because I made a video saying that I really liked the alpha, and then I made a video the next day saying don't pre-order it because they're going to try and screw you over. Like if it's great, buy it at launch, but don't pre-order it. And so people were like, "You're saying the game sucks now? Yesterday you said it's good. No, it's a good game. Don't pre-order it." Yeah, games can here's, have great mechanics and just shitty like here's elements. the here's the way I see it. Uh, Infinity War can make a good Call of Duty, and Activision can ruin it. That's that's pretty much it, the way I see it. So you can like yeah. what Infinity Ward's made, but then you can get really annoyed with what Activision does with it. Every every year, won't we usually see some sort of website come out with the article saying, "Yeah, the beta of Call of Duty is good, but don't pre-order the game." Like every year, do people need to be reminded that Call of Duty will nickel and dime you at some point? Yes, probably. Like, are people yeah. just wanting for punishment? Like this game's gonna beat me, and then a year comes around and say, "I can't wait to buy Call of Duty," and they have to be reminded that yeah, they're going to screw you again. It, yeah, it's probably. happened for 19 years. Yeah, it's it's hard to resist, bro. Well, it used to not be that. Like back in the day, man, when we had like uh, Call of Duty Big Red One or like the old school ones, and then of course Call of Duty Four and everything. I mean, those were the glory days of Call of Duty, I think. Yeah. Uh, Modern Warfare Two, Black Ops One, Black Ops Two. Yeah, before but, they got into the loot boxes and everything. But there's been like. 13 call of duties that have screwed you with dlc people yeah. still need to be told every year like this is i still think happen. dude i still think there are some people who haven't bought a call of duty in a long time i think some people are just sometimes you know they fall out of gaming for a while and they come back yeah probably yeah some people need help the madden of first person shooters man i'll be honest man i haven't bought a call of duty game because the install size see and, and, and like 100 something gigabytes i refuse that install size is too big i was actually very close to buying call of duty i forgot which black ops three or four and then i saw the install size and i was just like screw it i'm, I'm yeah, good. four was over 100 gigs <laughs> yeah no campaign. It was four. what, what it was am i sale. installing yeah it, it, it was on sale it was on sale for like i don't know what steam or something like that i i, I was gonna get it, and then i looked at the install just like 
bro, like the game's not good enough for me to do that. Like with all the, the microtransactions, like, it's not good enough for me to sit there and wait for an 100 gigabytes. And I think about that Black Ops, Black Ops 4 didn't even have a campaign. It was always tied to microtransactions pretty much yeah. with all of its modes. So it's like, what am I doing here? <laughs> at least at least for what I'm seeing with Modern Warfare, it sounds like the, the campaign is going to be interesting enough. So I, I uh, hope so. I hope it's more than five hours. <laughs> uh, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> I did watch some of the footage and the guns sound and look like they kick and they sound so realistic. I was they very do. impressed about the way that they looked, the visceral nature of just the grittiness of this this Call of Duty. It just it takes away all that sci-fi feeling. Yeah, and I feel like it definitely has gotten back to to what people you know used to love about Call of Duty. And I'm I'm pretty excited to see the competitive nature and where it goes from because I mean something needs to knock, I mean and not even knock Fortnite off of its pedestal, but it, we definitely need some kind of multiplayer, competitive scene for something new. Um, mm-hmm. And I really hope that this is the one that Gears of really War Five. Oh, yeah, Gears right. Five, man. <laughs> it, there was there was that. there was a quote a couple of years ago. I don't remember who said it, but they they described it so perfectly. They basically said call of duty is good but it feels like toy guns and laser tag and i've always thought that was super accurate of like it just you're spraying around you're dead in one second you jump right back up nothing really matters everyone's like shooting giant robot rocket launcher kamehameha genital herpes um it's back (laughs) back to basics (laughs) see that's Uh, why i like the multiplayer of gears over something like call of duty because gears has that tactical strategic element to it of like i'm gonna use this cover i'm gonna throw that grenade there to see if i can shift them this way i'm gonna flank them while my teammates come up from behind like you get that whole Hmm. team-based mechanic going in and it's a slower approach to gaming whereas call of duty you're just sitting this in you're just kamikaze crazy you just go out the machine gun well, going Rambo, and you're like, if I get hit by a grenade, who fuck cares? I'll be back in two seconds. Ah, uh, like yeah, well, that's, that's fun. That's why I think that this this two v two mode. I think that's why they're probably pushing that because in in Counter Strike, if it's if it's like that mode uh, that I'm thinking of, where you're playing against the um, the tactical team versus the the terrorists or whatever, you literally have two people on on either side of the map, and you really have to communicate with your teammate in order to really be successful because like i used to play a lot of counter-strike and you know there's you know if the if the maps are really small i'm gonna check it out later and see what the what the deal is but um you know basically you would have one one person on your team go over to the other side that you were going the opposite direction if you saw the people you would really kind of try and take cover and be like hey they're over here you know try to communicate really well and then you know it's all about accuracy at that point or or whatever gun that you've purchased off the wall um so i i mean if they're doing this gunfight mode and it sounds like that then it really could be as competitive as counter-strike and i mean people people are still pretty going pretty strong on counter-strike you should check out you should check it out rex though after the podcast i'm gonna do it right after the podcast yeah Uh, let me get through some of these uh super chats here before you finish up mega nerd x says would you think tracer from overwatch and smash would break the net for a female dlc the uh, problem with that is that people would be more mad that they put Tracer in that game, but have not put Overwatch on the Switch. Oh, yeah. but, okay, good point. But that would All give right. them some hope that that was happening because we people always link the Smash character to a game coming up. That would be yeah. pretty crazy though if Tracer was uh, that would that would that would definitely break some of the internet there. But uh, but yeah, that would be pretty crazy. Hmm. 
Okay. okay. She, she'd be a cool character for Smash. I think she would. She's yeah. kind of like a zero suit. I think. I think it would make sense to them take advantage of that with uh, with Overwatch coming over as well, though. I think that would that would actually make a lot of sense. But yeah, she, that, would be that time rewind. Ooh, that time rewind would be an awesome. All- hmm. It would probably well, be that's how you trick someone to get off the stage and you just time rewind back on. Yeah. Or, or I was thinking she could do a thing where she like punches you and then rewinds time yeah, and then it, punches it, you like five more times. Knowing Smash Brothers, it's going to be a counter, guys. That would, it'd be it'd just be a counter. <laughs> right. Uh, just you just do press down B, like for example, like Schultz Monado. He can like slow down and and like it's just a you know yeah. it probably be or like Bayonetta. She has like a you know which time it's just a counter and you punch him, then they get hit with it. So uh, be something it, that'd be cool if though it was something innovative. But knowing Smash, it's going to be something like that. <laughs> Juice uh, Juice Man Vaughn says if Sora makes it an ultimate, he finally be in a good game since Kingdom Hearts One. Oh Ooh, shoot, man. burn! Kingdom Hearts Two is not bad. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts Two is good. I, I like Kingdom Hearts Two. Uh, yeah. Dream Drop Distance. From people say that that's a good game too. I, I like it. I like Dream Drop Distance. I do not. I do not. Uh, I, but I like I like Birth by Sleep. I love Birth by Sleep, Ma- but I haven't had uh, a chance to play Dream Drop yet. So Matthew, Matthew Campo says, "Has anyone tested out the six-button Genesis 8-bit Do controller on the Genesis Mini with the wireless USB adapter?" I have not. Oh, I thought, what, what's that video that I watched today? Then uh, it's it's the wired ones that Sega actually is making with RetroBit, like they're legit ones. I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm talking about. They're, they're, he talked about the eight bit O Genesis one you can get, the wireless one. Uh, the the one that from earlier today was uh, a USB. It was a USB Genesis controller you can get. They work for PC, Switch, and the Genesis Mini. Which if you have a Genesis Mini, you might as well just buy it because it, it makes some of the games completely playable then. Six button controller. Uh, but they're talking about the wireless one. The the Max, did they send those out to you? The um the six button Genesis controllers. I think they did, but I haven't opened it up yet. I, I've been nice, still man. with a million. I'll probably test them. I'm not sure if I'll make a video, but they are, I definitely yeah. need them. They are like they are almost one to one with the older six button Genesis controllers. It's amazing. So everything about this thing is so authentic. So I'm sure the fact that the controllers are does not shock me. Yeah. Um, they even program like like a home button onto it for the switch where it's like start and a and it takes you back to the home menu. So mm-hmm. interesting stuff. Uh, Shadow says uh, another one I still like is, oh, don't you guys have phones? That That's going to go down forever. Yeah, like that, that's one of the best sayings on stage. <laughs> uh oh here we go Heinz says i'm in the navy offline play is mega important first of all thank you for the service Heinz. Yeah, thank my you. uncle was Hell also yeah, in the thank you michael was also in the navy uh and uh offline play is mega important so there we go there you go don that's good to know and i feel like that's something you don't hear a lot it's like yeah to us it's like hey i want to play my switch when i'm not near wi-fi to some people you're literally stationed away from civilization for months like that's how you stay sane yeah, so it's uh, if you if you start your system up when it's offline and it just it's a bunch of gray boxes that's like get assigned into the internet to use these, it's like ah, uh, then I get why you have a 360 with you. So, so that's I, when you play Monopoly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think any system should need to be online. You know, like I'm, I'm I don't want that. Like because like what if your internet goes out? You know, even if yep. you've got to be in to go out. So yeah. well, of course, no one wants that, but. They uh they want to keep track, making sure you're doing all legal nice. stuff. And, and I, uh, if, if there ever is a DRM system, I'm not. I swear, I would not buy a DRM system. I'm oh, there is. It's called Stadia. <laughs> well, you know, it's, I'm a hypocrite because I bought. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's just DRM. It's only DRM. There's not even game. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I, once again, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
Uh, Zaire Miller says shot in the dark out there. Nintendo direct prediction, a little teaser for breath of the wild two and a teaser for odyssey two. No, not going to happen. Can dream though. So, uh, uh, should, Breath of the Wild 2 makes more sense for the video game awards. I was going to say that. I, th- I think that makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say this too because th- we got a minute or two. Uh, there was this tweet that was put out by Nintendo with oh, Mario God. eating <laughs> a watermelon. Dude, oh, that dude. has drawn so much speculation, and it's so funny because I bet you the social media manager is like, "What happened? I just yeah. I, I thought I would be fun and do yeah. this, and this is why we can't have nice things." Uh, look at watermelon man yeah so (laughs) nate you you immediately were like it means nothing (laughs) it means nothing all these people it means sunshine's coming no sunshine is sentenced to burn a thousand years hey hey hey, hey. you be quiet (laughs) what's the hate hate on the on sunshine here man that thing's got a 92 on metacritic all right yeah and grand theft auto 4 has a 10 it's because it's a 10 bro no, Grand Theft Auto 4 is a 10 foot Grand Theft Auto 4 is, is one of the worst, one of the worst games. One of the worst games. And Sunshine is the worst 3D Mario game. I, Suns, Grand Theft Auto 4 is sometimes a lot better than Grand Theft Auto 4, I'll yeah, say that. it's better than Grand Theft Auto 4. Grand Theft Auto 4 is, is a, just a terrible game. How they, I remember reading reviews of it, like, this is like the Oscar, this game should get an Oscar. I'm like, What? then again then again i remember the 360 launch in game so Spot wait a minute gave perfect dog zero and nine <laughs> wait, oh man uh, wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute nate are you saying then that mario sunshine is a good game compared to shitty games sure no no, no like it's a it, it being the worst 3d mario game is not a bad thing necessarily because they're all in the 90s so you're saying that it is a no, good game compared Sunshine to the average isn't a good game it's it has 10 percent. Like it. it has yeah. it has about 10 percent of the game is good and that's when you're you don't have flood and you're playing the gimmick levels. You don't you like to run and do flood. awesome platforming. The well, rest of the game flood, is man. bad. Yeah. All right, so let me get let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If it gets remastered and put on the Switch, no one's going to be excited for it. Oh, uh, so for some reason, people seem to love some re- Is it, is it because it could be a good game? Ooh. No. It's their first 3D Mario game, so they love it, and they don't actually understand why they love it. And if you played it now, you'd realize the game has bad controls. It's gimmicky. It's not fun. The blue coins are annoying, and the only good levels are where you don't have flood, and you actually have good platforming. Put in but Sunshine is, right now. That's just you're, not in, correct. you're stuck with a five-minute cutscene from the start of the game of beat mama peach help me the bad guy sucked in the game the basic premise of the game isn't good sunshine isn't a good mario game people are, are like oh sure about the game are, are you, i think it's pretty good i think it's pretty yeah. good Dude, what what happened when you okay? were younger like what did that <laughs> yeah. game do to you like what happened around that time in your life? i was hyped as hell i bought the game it was my first day of school i came home from school i'm like i can't wait to play sunshine i played it i'm like wow this game is terrible Nate, Nate it's okay. Just, just look. I'm, Did you get this, bullied? This is this is a safe spot. If Kojima peed on you, you oh, can man. tell us. I was gonna Mario, say you, you really don't Mario like me with his flood. <laughs> his flood. But it was well, awesome. It had like the it had like the analog trigger right that was being used and everything. I'll, I'll be honest. That was a gimmick. I, was a, I, I didn't like I didn't like Sunshine when it came out. I was uh, you know I was I didn't think it was great. I, all yeah. the stuff that Nate pointed out. 
I also there was things that I noticed about the game. However, I did realize that there's a lot of people that really like that game. The speedrunning community around that game is really, really awesome yeah. to watch. Uh, so there are definitely some redeeming qualities of that game. I think Mario 3D Mario games are put up to such a high caliber. It's tough when you get something like this it kind of throws a fork into everything. But I mean, I think there's also people who really hate like Super Mario 3D World. Uh, I think there are people who game. don't like Mario so. 64 anymore. There are people who, you know, my favorite 3D Mario is 3D Land, and most people consider that the worst 3D Mario. I love 3D Land. 3D Land is amazing. 3DS one over the the 3DS one. one. Dude, a lot of people hate that game. I'm so glad OJ. I liked it a lot. OJ OJ thinks it's the reason the 3DS is a success, but that's another story. It's part of 3D Land felt like a portable (laughs) galaxy at the time. Uh huh. That Dude. game's 3D was incredible. I remember when I, the, I got that game day one, and like so, Mario jumped out of the screen, and you're well, and remember, like, you, okay. you had to turn on the 3D to solve certain yeah. puzzles. Yeah. There'd be like rooms, yeah. and you'd actually tilt it to see behind objects. That was so I love that. That sounds that yeah, sounds like a it sounds like a it sounds like a gimmick to me. I don't know. It sounds yeah, like the animal sunshine. <laughs> it's entire it like game is a tricker, man. Sunshine Wait, so, is a gimmick. You know, so I, every good. Mario game has a gimmick. That's Shut the off, gimmick. Fringe jumping and. The biggest gimmick. I have good company to stand with me in my sunshine revolt. I have Andre of Game Explain and John Cartwright of Game Explain, and we are the friggin' Triforce of Sunshine. This doesn't sound like we will put a shadow to your fun. This you just know, sounds like a group of people who got bullied for something at school right. and they're taking it out hey, on hey, 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 go play your Spyro collection. <laughs> Oh damn! It There's nothing like- wrong with my spiral collection. At least hey, I'll get some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. But so wait, Mario, uh, what's the point? What, what are you What are you saying bad about any of this? I don't see any problems or flaws here. <laughs> so wait a minute, Mario. You said Mario 3D Land is uh is good, right? That's a good game. 3D, 3D Land is good. I it's better than Sunshine. Interesting, because uh, it has a 90 on Metacritic. Oh, and what, what did Sunshine have? 92. Oh wow, that is pretty weird. It has, a higher, it has a higher user score too. What? This is weird. I don't know. We might have to look. We might have to How much this higher? This is this is odd, man. It's like a that's, lot higher look, for, I'll, for I'll, the US score. Point two. Point two. I'll, wow, that's that's. I mean, that's, point two. Those, that, those are points, man. You know. Yeah. Point I'll two. Say, I'll say this. I'll say this. Super Mario 3D Land to me, it, it, it does a lot of things. That's great. And obviously, the Metacritic mm-hmm. is hot. Sunshine, but I will say that a lot more people purchased it's 3D Land well, than yeah. Sunshine. A lot more people purchased it. It's one of the games that was the savior of the 3DS. Shut the up. Oh my God. The 3DS. No amount of Sunshine and Flood could help save the GameCube, whereas 3D Land came in and saved, helped save oh, the Oh, get off your little with, pedestal with it's on so that. Sunshine, it's so great, Metacritic 92, <laughs> GameCube still got bodied. So let's just let's just be real here, you know? But, uh, I gotta, I gotta go to Metacritic. I gotta check on this stuff really quick. I don't. Yeah, you gonna argue with the facts, Nate? I mean, well, no. Let's look at this. 3D Land has 82 critic scores to get a 90. Sunshine only has 61 to get well, that they 90. Well, they needed. That's they all people, me, That game's coming down. Hey, hey, they needed they need to find people who actually owned a GameCube at the time, okay? Look, man, if Sunshine <laughs> was so good, Sunshine would have look, you gotta save up. Look at the N64 Mario, pretty much that put it up, that drove it, that drove it up there. Look, look at the 3DS when it needed something. Look at like you know, obviously the, the 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 switch with Odyssey, that was a big driver. Sunshine, you'll talk about this god tier game. The, what's why didn't it lift up the GameCube? Why didn't well, it lift up the GameCube? Well, no, I don't know what? 
We're going to do this. This is what we're going to do now. I thought that the GameCube was the game to get on the GameCube. The lowest score for 3D Land on Metacritic is a 70 from Game Cold, and they have quotation forthcoming. So we we don't know what they actually said. The lowest score for Sunshine is from Game Critics. They gave it a 60, and they say to say the camera in this game is atrocious is like being kicked in the teeth. Kind of hurts. It gives the person an idea of how bad it is. But it doesn't even begin to describe the agony in detail. So he's basically Not- saying, Sunshine fucking sucks. Well, how come, wait a minute, how wow. come, how come, how come uh, Super Mario 3D World didn't lift up the Wii U? Ooh. Nothing could lift up the Wii U. Atlas couldn't lift up the Wii U. Out of nowhere. Here's the thing with the Wii U. The Wii U. <laughs> It was a like the, look at the Wii U and the GameCube. Was the GameCube not like way better? Hey, than you want to know? Here, here's the difference. The handhelds always sell more. That's why there's more reviews. That's why it saved it. It didn't save it. Okay, get off no, your high horse no, with that. No, no, no. 3D Land and Mario Kart Seven saved the 3DS. You too. You too. You and oh my god, I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. At the time, those two games came out today. They were a one-two punch, and the 3DS sales took off after those. I feel attacked right now. I feel attacked, and I do not appreciate. Wait, isn't that isn't that the system with Pokemon on it? Oh, it is. Pokemon oh, didn't come out until 2013. Pokemon didn't come out until 2013. People still playing DS games on the 3DS. Look, let's yeah, listen. They had the price it, drop. They wait, dropped Mario it, Kart. They had 3D Land. Wait a minute. Did you just say? Did you just say price drop? I don't think systems sell better with a price Can't, drop, though, Nate. That's weird. Interesting. No, the price could the price drop have actually been what saved so many better with a price drop. It probably it probably is. It wasn't just the price. You have to have games. You can have a cheap because I waited till the price drop, like most people. Xbox One is like three dollars and and like a bag of sushi in Japan, and nobody's buying it. You can as cheap as you want. They just don't want it. They just don't want it. They've made their voice loud and clear. People wanted the 3DS. It was just too pricey. So like myself and many others, we waited. It dropped in price. We bought it. Not just five when the 3DS came out. You were five. I I was not five. I was six. Get your facts straight. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't even born when Sunshine came out. Ten years ago when the 3DS came out, you were really young, George. Max needs to I do was it. Not really young. It was just ten years ago. Max needs to. Uh, Max needs to finish up uh, one of his videos. You want to do your outro, Max? Just because I have yes. some super chats to go through too. Go okay, ahead. so I love you all a bunch. I'm actually going to go finish uh, editing the control review. Uh, if you're not subscribed already, uh, YouTube.com/slash/DreamcastGuy, uh, and I'm going to be editing all night because I want this to be a big, respectful review because I love Alan Wake so much. Uh, so thank you all that. for. Man, thank thank you, everybody. Sorry, I'm ducking out. I just don't want to. I don't want to be editing till 3 a.m. My my fiance gets mad. Okay, sounds good, Max. All right, later all. Bye bye bye. Great. Now the 3ds saw success due to 3D Land and Mario Kart 7. Sunshine. It's just not accurate, but that's fine. No, none of this is true. This is all false (laughs) narrative. So would it wait, wait hold on. Let me ask, let me ask say, you this. I don't like sunshine. Let me ask you this, Nate. If the if there was no price drop on the 3DS, would it have still taken off with those two games releasing on it? Would you have seen sales increase with those with the presence of those two games? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. 
but not without a price drop. Not without a price drop. Without a price drop, you would have seen sales increase. Hardware would have seen an increase. You need oh, games. Okay. Need yeah. games. Look at the GameCube. GameCube cheap as hell. It needed more, even though it had a lot. You still they got it down to a hundred dollars. Yeah, ninety nine dollars, and still you got to have the games that people rush out there and say, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna buy this system." for this like you, you've got to have the games yes price shops are good i agree the price shop definitely helps save help save it but uh but that's i mean that's partially because the 3ds was overpriced it should never have been 250 to begin with yeah no it was it was too expensive when it came out well the thing about but it was the first glassesless 3d display in the world yeah and and nintendo was they were really feeling themselves following that e3 where everyone was like oh my god this is crazy and nintendo yeah. were like yeah we can charge a little more even pactor thought they could charge like 300 dollars for it and sell out for like two years and you know he got proven wrong in about three months yeah so didn't didn't work i do wonder what happened if the gamecube could have played dvds hmm Definitely would have helped, I, I I think. But the Xbox could play DVDs, right? And that still kind of got bopped too. So. Yeah, you had to buy like a remote for it, though. There's, there's, yeah, the true. PS2 was just it was just impossible. That's true. You did you have, you to, have to buy a remote for. It. If you look at the PlayStation 2 lineup of like the year the GameCube came out, and even the following year, you had games like Gran Turismo 3, Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy 10, Metal Gear Solid 2. The yeah. PlayStation 2 was. Like, well, I just think I think that needs to be added to the argument think, about the GameCube. Well, no, I that. think I think the GameCube's biggest problem was Nintendo leading up to it. There are some really good articles about how poor Nintendo was with developer relations during that time. Well, yeah, it was that, part, there was not it was that. It was the mini disc. It was also a purple lunchbox. Yeah. It was also growing up. Every hey, mine was kid, platinum, thank you. Every kid when I was growing up, none of them asked for Christmas or their birthdays for a GameCube. I was one of the few people I knew who had a GameCube at the time. Everyone had PS2s for Christmas. Everyone had PS2s for their birthday. That's all they wanted. That's all they mm. got. That's what they were into. And it was like every few, like every certain, like like a hundred out of a hundred people, maybe like ten of the people I knew had a GameCube. And it was it was crazy. So I think that needs to be added to the argument as well. And maybe if everyone wanted a GameCube instead of a PS2, then maybe Sunshine would be even better than your guys' precious uh, 3D <laughs> land. So. Hey, man, all I know is the way you prove that Mario can't sell everything. That, hey, look, it was the system itself was the problem with that right there. The GameCube system was, yeah. <laughs> the system itself was a GameCube was was a brilliantly crafted system. Now that you look back on it, that, that system was was great, you know? It was oh, a great Tech-wise, yeah. I mean, it's what yeah. Microsoft used to make the 360. They went for that exact type of technical makeup of they made everything just perfectly balanced. Efficient, fast, easy to develop for. It was GameCube. I mean, GameCube's still a beast. You can drop it from like an airplane and land and it'll still. And it has Super Mario Sunshine. So that's a 10 out of 10 in my book. (laughs) And it had Super Smash Brothers Melee. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, it's not Sunshine. (laughs) Melee is like the defining GameCube game. Yeah, it is. And it came out in the first. No, I'm going to say I think Metroid Prime just because that looked ridiculous when I turned it on. Prime Prime and Resident Evil 4 revolutionized games. Resident Evil 4, yeah. Yeah, Resident Evil 4. That was for me. Melee and Resident Evil 4. And Prime. Those three games were the, the three big and games. And Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> and Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> uh, should I go through these uh, super chats here? You know, I'm going to send Nate a copy. Do you have Mario Sunshine, Nate? <laughs> yes, and I hate I'm gonna, it. I'm going to send you another copy. <laughs> uh, no, uh, God, I hate that game. Uh, here we go. Ethan R says, OJ's ready to throw hands with Sean. 
<laughs> I'm ready for, for the nights. Uh, Shadow says uh, SpongeBob Rehydrate is looking awesome for an alpha. Yeah, that was alpha gameplay, by the way, Jordan. So yeah, and that looks great. I'm also, so say team is also aware of active speedrunning community, which is awesome. Could be interesting to see if people speedrunning that. Uh, Rich Rich Lockhart, no message. Uh, thanks, Rich. Uh, Ethan R is taking a shot at Mitch, bringing Mitch into the fold here, saying uh, Mitch is a jerk. Oh, he's always shouting. Uh, Ricudo Perez says thoughts on Spider Man since no movie wave. We kind of talked about it a little bit, but it is. It sounds like Disney was pushing for more than they should have had. Movie wave coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> From, from the accounts that i saw it sounded like disney wanted like everything <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah and sony was like wait we can just go make our own spider-man movie we don't really need you guys for it so i do think they need each other to be as big and successful for what they were building up because it kind of sucks this isn't spoiling spider-man far from home but they spend that movie really being like this is going to be the future iron man yeah, yeah like this is going to be iron man this is important and then it's like uh never mind R- disregard that movie because well, now we like, can't use any of these characters well, it sounds like sony, sony's still gonna r- do some kind of writing to still continue from that same plot i mean they from like where the end credit scene ends you could continue off there but they cannot like there's characters like happy hogan because his yeah. involvement in it he can't That's use true. him no mention of anything that happened in any avengers like it just has to pretend like none of that happened. So, yeah. and that whole last movie was all about what happened. Mm. So, uh, K. the Great says, "Any early predictions for Astro Astral Chains being Game of the Year material?" Absolutely, mm-hmm. for me, wow. possibility. That's a tough one. It's I mean, it would be in the conversation, but when you factor in things like Fire Emblem, Resident Evil Two. You've got a lot <laughs> Shut up, fringe. <laughs> You've got a lot of quality games this year, and you had a lot in you know the early half of the year. It's mm. it'll I be just, in the conversation, but it's going to be. It might Death be a little too niche. Too, wait, wait, it. hold on. Can Death Stranding win if Jeff Keighley's in the game? It's biased. If it does, I'm calling. He, no, he doesn't, he doesn't oh, vote. It, it's he a panel vote. of voters of yeah. journalists. But so, he, his, so. but his face his is show. in the game. Like he's it, like, it's a no-win guys, situation. I mean, he goes behind the doors. He's like, guys, come on, I'm in this game. Like, it's a no-win situation because if he said if it doesn't win, people say, well, it didn't win because of Jeff Keighley's association no, with the game. And if it wins, people say it was because Jeff Keighley pushed for it. He'll make a joke award to give it award. He'll call it like the best game featuring Jeff Keighley. Oh, Death Stranding. And for me, I get the award too. Like that. He's going to do something like that is a good joke. Probably Death Stranding is winning some sort of award. It's winning something. They'll make up like artistic vision or something like that. And best ensemble cast. Something, something (laughs) will be given to him. Best Hollywood cast in a game. Yeah. Yeah, Cause they want to, they want to bring him up on stage. So they'll, they'll come up with an award that he can win. Basically. I like how some of, I like, like almost like half the actors, at this point are just directors but they're acting now i feel like okay. they could they could even throw them a nomination and get away with it like they could just throw them a nomination for the game of the year and be like oh you know they'll play their the music of it and show it at the, the stage and everything so um yeah soulless curve says uh oh disney owns the game rights still for spider-man no is that correct no 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 what was the deal don't. with um with ultimate alliance 3 how did all the how'd that licensing go down they can, they can use the character. Both can use the character. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Lycon 
says uh, I own Witcher 3 complete on PC. I've never played it, but I will buy and play it on Switch because it's much easier for me to play games on the go. Also, that's what I'm saying is uh, if you're going to get Witcher 3 on the Switch, it's probably because you're going to take advantage of it being a portable system as well as a home console. Someone just said, I wish Sony could make a good Spider-Man movie. It's been a long time. They just made two good ones. What do you mean? Disney's not making the Spider-Man Homecoming Far From Home. Sony still makes them. They had a uh, uh, what? Uh, Kevin uh, uh, Feige on it, right? Yeah, he helped produce it, but Sony made them. Like they're Sony yeah. movies, but he can't—he's not, he, not on it anymore. He can't make them anymore. No, he can't anymore. Yeah, so I'll be out. I mean, we'll I see think if it has I think they're on a. If they can just, I mean, if they're bringing back the same director and everything, I I feel like they can still make a good one. Hope so. I don't want that Spider-Man Three curse to happen. Well, I mean, Sony made Into the Spider Spider Verse. That's a good, that that is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's most people's favorite of all time now. So mm. that was heavily um, just Pascal. I mean, they basically just published it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan R says, "I like hearing just a oh, just a voice shout about sunshine." Oh, you got <laughs> Nate. That, that's Nate's job. <laughs> uh, I Matthew, will, I will get Game Explain to fight with me. <laughs> Wait, what? They would fight. They <laughs> they're gonna fight about sunshine. About, how good, it, about how good it was? No, Andre hates Sunshine more than I do. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Matthew Hammond says, uh, Sunshine released unfinished. Would they finish it? Sunshine so would it be good. Uh, I'm telling you, if they do a remaster of that, people are going to freak out. And I'm going to love watching the internet burn as people fight about it. I'll buy it. <laughs> Everyone will buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what I'm going to do, Nate? I'm going to say... There it is. Sunshine saved the switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Brent McLean says uh, the sunshine conversation had been my favorite part of this podcast. I somehow love Nate and sunshine. Thanks guys. See Nate. See people still, people still like you and sunshine, man. No, I think that's, like that's how guy. opinions work. I mean, you get a PO box eight telling me to like die. So, <laughs> uh, you need to get a PO box, Nate. So everyone could just send you sunshine. I'd have so much sunshine. Then you could resell them somewhere. It'd be great. Yeah, for like $2. Uh, I couldn't even buy a bag of sunshine with all the sunshine. They'd actually, I think I think sunshine has a higher value than like all the other 3D Mario games. I think. Let me think. What Other than Odyssey, because Odyssey is still fairly new, but like Mario 64, I think is cheaper than it. I think so. 3D Land. Yeah, so it's technically the most valuable next to some of the newer ones. All I know is I play my heel character well. All I know is greatness holds its value there, Nate, you know, with the sunshine. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Dave, uh, Dave, okay, Dave Buford says, I kind of see where Nate is coming from. I think Luigi's Mansion is aggressively average, and I don't understand how it got two more games. Side note, Andrew Luck retired from the NFL. I saw that. 29 yep. retired. Uh, injuries, I assume, forced him into that i'll have to read up on it because it sounds like they just got the headline online yeah nate it. if any of those are good in box that's like 45 bucks each oh see there we go man see yeah well no that doesn't mean it's good <laughs> no but you can <laughs> just sell them i mean yeah gotcha dude, force is like 200 dollars. <laughs> not good gotcha force is more than 200 <laughs> yeah, so it's not like it's not like, it's not like some great game uh uh sure, zaire miller says oh oh no sunshine what did i start what i started now there are some pretty bad games that are expensive. Um, what is it? What is the game? What's that devil game on the Wii U? Oh, what's that called? Devil's Third. Yeah, that game's really bad, isn't it? 
Wasn't that expensive was, for a while? It, that game was so bad that Nintendo didn't even send review copies out, and their initial shipment was like 3,000 copies for the whole country. Yeah, right, I, got, I got a copy. And then yeah, they shipped more because people were like, oh, I actually want to buy this game, and Nintendo didn't understand why. And yeah, the but, game is like dog shit. They already uh, shut, down, they shut down the servers like a year later. <laughs> uh, Shadow says, no joke, pulled my old... Oh, year one GameCube out of the attic a few months ago, and it still works fine. Been in there for years. Yeah, GameCube's solid. It's a solid... Uh, that and the original Xbox are pretty... They're tanks. Um, the PS2 was weird, though. That thing would go out constantly. Um, Sunshine... Oh, okay. Zildjian65 says, Sunshine is way better than Odyssey and 64 combined. <laughs> brother, the, brother, frame rate in Sunshine ain't even stop it i think i think you could i think there are people i think you could make an argument that sunshine is technically better than 64 although i think 64 runs at 60 and it, it runs, sunshine at runs at 30 so that's the that's, only that's, that's why I, I made a joke i said the, the frame rate isn't even better yeah but i think i think with how people look at mario 64 now if you go back and play it some people look at that as like it doesn't control well and everything and i you could technically do it although sunshine's frame rate does hurt it against a lot of the other marios so that's the only issue. Uh, I think that is everything. Let me check uh, streamlines. Went a little long because Nate went uh, crazy on Sunshine. <laughs> well, Sean wasn't here to rant about whatever oh. the hell Sean rants about. Uh, you know what's interesting? I would have been curious to hear what Sean thought because Sean's never played Sunshine. What? I guarantee if he puts that game in, he'll say this game's a piece of shit. Actually, like he just man talk about Luigi video games. Yeah. That's... That's why I'm like, we should make Sean play it. Yeah, we should really just send him one and just see what he thinks. It. He could be like the, the tiebreaker. I bet he has it. I bet he has it. He's just never played it. Because uh, he, he, it was in his uh, his ranking. If you go back and watch his Mario rankings thing, he's like, I've never played this one before. So there you go. See? We can wow. have someone who's never played it play it and give a review on it. The modern day review of an old game. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Uh, Shadow Nexus says Sin and Punishment 3. Well, I know I know that crap. franchise. I read that comment wrong that this guy said. I thought he said porn tree hats. I'm like, oh, hell. Dude, I read that as that too. <laughs> I'm like, Sin, I, don't, I don't know if Sin porn tree hats. What? I'm like, I don't remember that. Uh, I guess that I guess that's I like the Sin and Punishment games. I'd take a third. Okay. Oh, Sin and Punishment 2 on the Wii is an excellent game, but yeah, stupid yeah, people in America didn't buy it. I bought it. I bought it too. I have like three copies because they were giving away at Best Buy for like four dollars. I was gonna say how much if they. I mean the Wii that was on the original Wii, uh, 100 million install base. How much Sin and Punishment? I so. think the game sold like 30,000 copies worldwide. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think it did like 30 <laughs> copies worldwide, but yeah. nobody bought that. Although game. to be fair, to be fair, that install size was a weird install size because it was like it was Casuals. like grandmothers and yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah like. Fringe's grandmother wasn't going to go buy Sin and Punishment 2. What are you talking about? She plays that game to this day. Good. Well, Your me, grandmother's hardcore. We can, we can finish up here. Let me go around. Went a little long. Like I said, Sunshine came up and that, that threw everything off the rails. Because Nate had to rage for a bit about it. <laughs> that's what happens when you mention that game. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to Sean. I'm curious. Now that, that's, that's an interesting Surprise. video idea for him. I will uh, drive to Connecticut and play Sunshine with him for a video. <laughs> that, and then Nate's the gonna be on face camera. Reveal. Then. Hell no, yeah! I'll have, I'll have the Kratos mask. Oh. People will know I'm pissed off. <laughs> uh, let's start with Rax, our guest. Rax, where can they find you, man? Uh, you can find me at any of the social media above my head.
Mm-hmm. com forward slash racks the great i do a variety of different gaming content live streams unboxings different stuff like that i'm going to be doing a lot more uploads here in the future so come hang out with me on the channel i'd appreciate it you can help a smaller channel grow and i would love you for it yep go see him. his links down in the description as well so as everyone else's oj where can they find you man yeah you can find me here on youtube player essence also on twitter at player essence just gave away a copy of Astral Chain. I do a lot of live streaming on the channel, a lot of Nintendo content and all sorts of cool uh, RPG talk and all that. Also, we're going to be giving away this super cool thing on the channel in the next month. Octopath Ooh. Traveler. Wait for it. Mario Sunshine? Fancy. Yeah, you can't find these. They're freaking really, they're like, they're going for like $300 on eBay. Oh my gosh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, like 200, 200 to 300, somewhere in that range. So yeah, we're going to be giving away one of these. So go subscribe to the channel, have a chance at winning one of these. Yay. Cool. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. What about, uh, what about Jordan? Where can they find you, man? Uh, you can find me, uh, my channel, always doing Pokemon stuff, uh, except for today I did Yu Gi Oh! I upload every day Pokemon stuff. Uh, you can find me anywhere on the internet, Twitter, Instagram, Jordan Fringe. But you can also find me on my new movie channel electric pop i may have talked about it the other week uh, i've made a video on there already i'll be working on deep dives or uh you know essay stuff or things that i care about a lot of movie related content obviously since it's a movie channel uh so go check it out. i'd really appreciate it if you subscribe if you like any of the movie talk that you've seen on here um yep. it's gonna be on that channel i made a second channel too you did make a second channel i did uh and then nate where can they find you man they can find me on Twitter at Direct Feed Games, where you can find my opinions on gaming news and such. And then there is a link to my YouTube channel in my Twitter profile, where you will find a Dragon Quest XI Switch versus PS4 graphics comparison, some gameplay footage of Creature in the Well, hmm. Hotline Miami, and a bunch of miscellaneous Switch games that are either coming out soon or were recently released. And occasionally there will be a discussion of video on the youtube channel but something interesting has to happen in the game industry for that to happen maybe a nintendo direct maybe a nintendo direct if that happens i can talk about that and if sunshine remastered or hd is announced <gasps> then i'm not going to talk about it <laughs> you you're going to talk about it. you're going to buy sunshine remastered no i'll fly oh, to nintendo God. and steal the disc before they can press the damn thing dude uh what you call it looks uh, the the witch the mixer stream looks Super high quality. I got to give him credit. Uh, Evan, where can they find you, man? Just check me out on Twitter. It's a Kimmerich Project. Links, of course, in the description below for YouTube. I don't know if we did that on the Mixer side of things. But yeah, I'll post what I'm doing, any like convention stuff. I'll post what I'm doing, any streams, or if anything might be happening behind scenes for the Spawn Wave channel or even the new channel, if I'm putting up some, uh, you know, just work that I'm doing for them. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, that's going to do it here for Spawncast episode 125. Thanks for everyone for joining us tonight. Make sure you check the links down in the description where you have everyone's channels. And we'll see you guys next week. Good night.